0: Our good buddy, Brad Beardo, uh, co-founder of 1552 and past podcast guest, uh, is going through some hard times right now. His daughter is suffering from leukemia, and they could really use everyone's help. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of bills mounting up, and uh, as a matter of fact, he has to sell his Golf R, which is currently listed on Bring a Trailer. If you've got the dough, check it out. It's a super rad car, really well uh, really well done. Mountoon mods, KW suspension, some really cool stuff. 1552 wheels. He's got the 1552 chicane wheels on there. If you can't buy a really sweet golf bar, please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Team Akane. That's spelled Team A-K-A-N-E. And please donate if you can. Anything helps. Uh, They're Working on raising seventy five thousand uh, bucks to help out with bills and ultimately to save your life. So please donate if you can. We have and uh, Brad and the team over at fifteen fifty two are really cool people. They've done a lot for the automotive industry over the years. So uh, you know, help other automotive enthusiasts out and uh, let's save a life. Thanks.
1: Driving while awesome podcast radio hour
0: Oh, God, yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? G-T-O, Mellow Grimes. (laughs) Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you.
1: (laughs) Hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, eat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed up.
2: (laughs) Hello. Hi. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Lane. Um, Art? Uh, Brian. On On a scale of one to gravel, where's your voice at? It's like eight. Is it tr- like uh, wood chips? I don't know.
0: It's eight. Sand? It's eight. I think sand is higher than gravel, isn't it? <coughs> I mean, I feel like sand is so chalky and dry, like you can barely even talk. But
2: gravel's, gravel's got up. space.
0: There's space between the gravel, so you can get the voice through. Isn't that your fourth band name? Space Between the Gravel. <laughs>
2: Actually, I thought of your perfect band name. Uh, no Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I like it.
0: Yeah. The No Yeahs or just No Yeah? That's, whatever. That's yeah. good. They yeah. play with the Yeah Yeah Yeahs or Exactly. Whatever? I think I saw the Yeah Yeah Yeahs live once. Damn, dude. Yeah, we opened up for No Yeah, man. It's a pretty big deal. Dude, No
2: Yeah is pretty heavy. Yeah.
0: It's not like Sworn Enemy, but <laughs> it's pretty.
2: It's not
3: like
0: sworn, <laughs> <laughs> sworn Enemy is good. Um, how are you guys doing? Hanging in there, Lane. I'm oh, enjoying brother. some extremely hoppy fucking double IPA. I don't know if I like this. It's double. A, yeah, it's hop bullet double IPAs here in Nevada, <laughs> especially coming after that nice German beer that we were drinking a second ago. Fest, this nice is intense, intense. Fest beer. This is like drinking a bag of hops.
2: How often do well, you do that? Did you guys see the hops on the rally? Uh, no? Uh, no. Did you point, point them out on the side? Well, I pointed them out on the pre-run, but I didn't go that that way because of my. Uh, my breakdown. I oh, right, skipped yeah. it, but yeah. I didn't know if you guys had seen it. It was coming into lunch day two. You go along the twisty road along the lake and you come into the valley and you're going like along farms, yeah, and yeah, horse stables. It's right there on the left. Oh, okay, yeah, some new hops, mm. hop diggity, hop That's diggity dog,
1: them. hop diggity dog. Yeah, uh, I'm struggling, you know, I'm like jumping back into the week and. I got a rally beard going. I just don't feel like I've had time to shave. And <laughs> yeah, um, definitely coming off. I feel it's like that feeling where you have just kind of like chapped lips and you're you know, your just body's t-
0: taking a little bit of abuse. You feel you know? a little leathery? A little leathery, yeah. <laughs> I
1: had mad chapped
2: lips. Yeah, that's a good call.
0: Yeah, I um, I had mad chap lips and I didn't use it because you guys would judge me, so I just uh, split You're and. you were already in and... the
2: Corvette. You could have done anything. Yeah. Frosted. <laughs> I, 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 I got yeah.
0: Puka shell necklace. Yeah. Yep. Um. Back to the flavor
2: saver. Oh um, hell yeah, bro! I think you would have slipped right in. I could have done a little modeling, maybe about, <laughs> a little foam nose <laughs> in uh, oak, ochres a ochre's driver. Little uh, little calf like a little coffee foam nose. <laughs>
0: whatever i don't know <laughs> coffee foam nose it's so that cute. was a
1: hot chocolate with whipped cream by the way.
2: it was it really yeah like oh stop really <laughs> wait
1: this really happened
2: <laughs> oh my god brian <laughs> i was there not are, there there are like black and white serious modeling <laughs> photos of art like last year he took these last pictures. year <laughs> And uh, one of them features his nose with a bit
0: of foam
1: on
2: it. Oh, that's, now I know it's uh, it cream, which is much
0: worse. <laughs> and they can't even
1: look at me straight No, anymore. honestly, though, when did these pictures get taken? Like 20 years ago. I think
0: it was Jism. Jism. <laughs> It was you who, uh, with that uh, worker on it. I'm just kidding. No, no, it wasn't you who? Have you guys ever drank that shit? Yeah. Who? Don't I try is. to divert the conversation. By the way, I who hasn't red drank red herring? Yoo-hoo. I haven't had it. I don't ever. think I've had you Never. Really? It, do- it doesn't have milk
2: in it, which is a good thing for me. But I mean, it's- yeah, it's not a chocolate milk uh, winner. It doesn't beat chocolate milk. Mm. But uh, it's chocolate flavored water. Eh, kind of. Yeah, it's fine. But it's not something it's I no would.
1: No rich chocolatey Ovaltine. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> Dude, I really like the Odwalla chocolate protein drink. I don't know what drink you're so talking good. about. It's so good. Odwalla. I've never heard of that. Well, how do you call it? Odwalla. How do you call it? Do you hear that? <laughs> how do you uh, call
2: it? Have you ever get down with Carnation's Instant Breakfast? What the hell is I've that? I've never heard of it. <laughs> what? You've never heard of it? Holy I've heard of carnage. what is it? Just an oatmeal no like It's something? like a it's like a it's like a chocolate powder. It has, yeah, it's like one of those powders. Protein powder of drinks. an egg and the oh, I have yeah. seen that. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. a protein drink. Yeah, it's come in either a, a bucket where you just scoop it in or, or the little couch. packet. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, and they're fucking delicious. Huh. I, I can't imagine they're good for you. But I just recently found out that one of the hardest working people I know just retired. Dustin Adams' dad, Glenn Adams. Shout out to to G A. Um, he every day. Carnations instant breakfast. Really? To start That's his
0: meal replacement. Because I, I used what, to what feel was that his occupation?
2: Way. Uh, contractor. I worked for like building mm-hmm. massive Google shit. Mm-hmm. Google shit. Google shit. Um, he uh, like me, especially early in the morning, I can't eat a big breakfast early, but I need yeah. something, right? Need mm-hmm. Something to get me going. I feel you. so I went through a phase of that probably like a couple years mm-hmm. of carnations instant breakfast. Oh, you you had it. You yeah. went out. You were on were those.
1: Productive years in your life? I got so much done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you built a lot of Google shit.
2: I was building Google stuff. Yeah. I didn't get paid for any of it, but it mm. was really, really fun. I want
0: to go see the huh. campus and see what you <laughs> built.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, I love those type of things where it's just a routine that you could get into that, you know, kind of hits the spot. Maybe not perfectly, but it's something. Something. And it's
2: yeah, super going, easy, right? And it's better than it's, like it's, a it's, it's portable. uh like a... Muffin every day or something. Right, I think you can do. Like, there are I mean, worse things. There's, there's some good
0: bars. That you can do. Yeah, I so I hard. think I'm on, I'm on a pretty good program you. right now. Well, let's it's, hear it.
1: It's only because we have this at work. Raw eggs? No, it's uh, nuts, unsalted nuts for breakfast. Like a whole. That's what I eat every morning. No huh. wonder you have to poop. a yeah, <laughs> like hard rock. As a healthy person should. So uh, they provide them at work. Yeah, and it's like just we just get them. we just get Costco. Just it's honestly like a full. You mash it and and some cheese too. Jeez, little in the pro- protein and coffee, fucking massive amounts of coffee. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but do you like kind of, especially dip, after a know, rally, kind of dip your nose in the coffee and take a photo? Oh yeah.
1: my god, dude! Don't. I don't, Art, actually, but it's not uh, a bad idea. I've heard. <laughs> Oh man, modeling could be a good career. Uh, yeah, HGH. I I think it's dude. I think it's good. I like. A, I'm you sure know, it's good. nuts are like a good source of protein and and energy. Yeah, and I, I you know I don't know. It's not like a. So you don't eat breakfast like before eggs. you drive. No. Oh wow. I don't do anything at home. I get up and I bail. And you sleep try your, not to wake sleep up the in family. your car, right? <laughs> you do not even get dressed. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you just don't brush your teeth up.
1: or anything honestly I don't want to get too detailed no, really, I, but oh, I don't want to hear it, I, I, to hear I, it. I, I like I bail our you know our house is not huge and so it's like if I wake up the family like it's kind of a big deal and so I choose to get out early and just you know I think what you do is you get out and drive um I do it's very Magnus yeah it's a very Magnus approach world. The and mornings. then how many
2: people are on your uh uh food pattern at work
1: how many sharing your habits? All the nuts you're eating. So they're. I, I, I'm just trying to think if anybody else is. I don't think anybody is. They're a nutty group, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. Brian's really good tackled this angle of like, oh, fuck, they're buying nuts for me. Dude, it's kind of an expensive yeah, thing, also, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, take advantage of it while I can, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But I don't know. You know, I've, I, uh, I've gone through different things. Like, you know, there are. You know, there are a lot of different things, but getting a routine for the morning when the time is limited, like it's, it's not easy. And it's, so you think you, you don't even want to make noise in the kitchen because you're worried that might be too much. No, I I could do that, but I've never been one to like, just sit in the kitchen and make breakfast every yeah, morning. Never. Right No, no I no, mean, I you know, make, but, but, but rich, rich chocolate Ovaltine or carnations <laughs> yeah. instant breakfast or whatever. Like I could get into something like that. Exactly. It but I'd, I'd probably just do it at work. It's like, it's, works not that far away. Yeah. Just like.
2: See, I, can't, I need something right off the bat. Oh, yeah? Oh,
1: I'd be like...
3: Pretty, I'd be pretty... <laughs> we're alienated. probably getting a little too deep into it. Late yeah, fall probably, asleep. Right. When to I care. commuted, I would have like... Uh, oatmeals in my office and... That's the cream one. of wheats and stuff yeah. like that. And then tea and like... Because I usually wouldn't eat before I left either. I would mm-hmm. like, And then maybe I'd have a coffee on the road, but that's mm-hmm. it. And then I would eat when I got to work. Yeah.
1: And I get the way that... You know, I'm not looking at a ton of nutrition stuff. The only way I figure it is, like, if I've gone through a lot of periods where I don't eat any breakfast at all, and then I just get super hungry early. So I'll like eat lunch kind of early, and I've just noticed that once I'm doing this, it's like I don't I don't get super hungry. I'm like, yeah, okay through the day, right? So um, Fuck I
2: gotta coffee. throw in
0: my uh two cents because oh, my, like- my commute is gnarly. You know, I just go I, two, I go to my kitchen,
2: room. two anchovies,
0: and uh, no, so. Uh, I had a small epiphany recently. Oh. I discovered something that's pretty incredible, very significant. News. Water doesn't give you headaches. Why are um, you holding it back on us? I think this is what. Mine this epiph- is the great reveal, guys. This is the guys. long
3: story for nothing. This is the great reveal,
0: guys. <laughs> the build up is crazy. <laughs> build know. up. Lane epic. already knows, doesn't he? You guys <laughs> ready for epic? this? We got a pretty epic. Honey Nut Cheerios, right? Okay. (laughs) I already love where this is going. It's a good foundation. (laughs) You know, I mean, they're fine. You know, it's like the health. They're kind of healthy, supposedly, whatever. They're fantastic. You guys ready for this? Chocolate Cheerios. Healthier than Honey Nut Cheerios, and that's what I eat now. As of uh, mm-hmm. a but, month don't ago. but not it's as good. Better. Way better. No, no way. Chocolate Cheerios. No, amazing. that, that sounds dude, gross. It's dude. a great opportunity for me to have chocolate cereal when I can't have cocoa puffs because I don't want my but daughter eating that. You shit. want cocoa cool. puffs? I don't want that in the morning. Dude. <laughs> How old are <laughs> chocolate you? Chocolate Cheerios. You so count chocula. You're <laughs> <so> dude, <laughs> count chocula. Do you so do so it all? Listen for this. to this ah, hack, dude. The this colored milk. Okay, gnarly. The chocolate milk after. The chocolate milk. It's amazing.
3: Dude, just go drink you or whatever we are talking <laughs> oh, about. I'm yeah, on you.
0: board. Chocolate uh, tree carnations, and some breakfast is what you need. It's, it, without the, but he, he got the texture this time around, though. Is that you every, every that. morning you're doing chocolate O's? I do. If I don't do that, I drive to Starbucks and I have myself a sausage uh, cheddar. Oh, hey, the option.
1: hard to lose with that.
2: Yeah. Except I mean, it'll drain your bank f- account. Fucking
1: really gnarly for you. I'm sure. They're good. You get that chorizo one, too. Hell yeah, bro. That Starbucks shit is on fire. That, that we live in a golden age for quick food because of what Starbucks is doing. But I, I don't think
2: it's that healthy. Like No. That. Oh, it's not. It's Jimmy Dean not. fucking thing at Starbucks is not any
3: better than a croissant. Oh, Jimmy along. Dean, Jimmy bro? Give
1: it a little more credit than that What do one. you want to call it? Oh, this is gourmet. I just said <laughs> golden age. This is gourmet. Okay. I actually
3: think the McDonald's ones are probably better, Here we better go. for you. McDonald's is coming up, I think. Shots you know fired. They're on that. I, I haven't really tried You know the egg time. McMuffin I'm, I'm with surprised. like the, the it has the yolk and everything? Yeah, I know what an egg McMuffin is. Yeah, doesn't it seem better than
0: a fucking... No, that one's powdered egg, man. It's fake. That's not. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a fake egg in that... He in. said,
1: "From a statement to then, I wouldn't I be surprised." Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah. <laughs> i have No idea. By the but way, we're it. talking to the fucking enemy here. He worked at Starbucks. That's, That's true. He's, He's been bro. brainwashed. Evil He's like empire, bro. Scient- <laughs> Scientologist over here. So,
1: uh, dude, what, so what are we talking about right now? How know, how deep are we into this podcast? So this really, really fuck See, deep, we're not, dude. Are, we're not like 11 minutes. minutes. This isn't top of our game right now. But we are. This this speaks volumes about how drained we are after the rally. I think other podcasts would have fucking
2: ad rolls until 10 minutes. Well, we'll no, we're going to do that too. Okay. That's true. <laughs> um, this
1: is effectively twenty minutes in.
2: All right, so where do you want to start? It's post rally <sighs> project car Art updates. A,
1: are,
2: uh, okay, can I start? Yes, let me start because you're going to talk for a while. Probably.
3: I
1: don't know. I don't no. want to. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I said no. <laughs> um,
2: hates me. hates me. I
3: protested.
1: Lane hates me. No, I don't hate
3: you. I just don't want to hear like really <laughs> long, long updates. <laughs> <laughs> My car is like,
1: in bad shape. Fall
3: asleep.
2: My car did not make it back from the rally. Back. Oh, snap. What? I didn't know that. My car is not in Santa Cruz. Hager Wait, do you guys know this?
1: No, no. I did dun, not know. Done.
2: done <coughs> Talk about cryptic. I didn't even say shit. So you made no it to cryptic. your in-laws oh, but house? You weren't even or going common? to
1: freaking Santa Cruz. You were going to Tulare.
2: So we finished the rally. I finished the rally. Yeah, Went to Tulare, where my in-laws and my family are uh, at that weekend. So we had dinner. And then we were going to caravan back to Santa Cruz that night. So mm-hmm. we were leaving at like 8. 8 p.m. something like that. Three and a half hour drive from there. Uh well, when you wife, have Haggerty
1: Insurance, it's always a caravan. They're always right there with you. Thank you, Brian.
2: Uh, <laughs> the we pack my wife's car. Got my son in the car, getting ready to roll. My car. I start my car. Ten seconds. <laughs> oh, what? This hmm. isn't even power steering related. guys Crank, 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 crank. Nothing. Dead fuel pump. Whoa. No way. Fuel pump died. I mean,
3: yeah. so ran when parked ran when
2: Dude, parked.
0: It, it ran when
2: rallied the rally. I got all the way after the rally to my destination. We, I went to leave and the car was like, can't do it, bro. Can't go. And so then my wife was driving away and she said, where are you? Is everything okay? I'm like, no. And I, I knew I couldn't hear the fuel pump. It was cranking killer. It no felt priming, like a fuel yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and then I was at that moment of like, well, I can fuck with this thing and try to figure it out. And even if I figure out what's wrong with it, am I going to trust it? And if I get it running, am I going to trust it to drive three and a half hours at night on Highway
1: Five? A fuel pumps like, a pain in the ass to do too.
2: Yeah.
0: No, in your car it's really easy. It's no, would you say yeah. really easy? It's not really easy. But, but you're it's, pulling it's,
1: out interior
2: bits. You remove it, I,
0: the, the seat cushion on the bottom and that's then you pull easy. the thing out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't have I don't have a fuel pump. I can't. Well, that's get one. key. It's you know eight, middle of the night, eight p.m. on a Sunday or like, evening. Yeah. Like I'm not going to do anything. So do I spend the night? And then deal with it, and I think it's a fuel pump, but it could be a relay. It could be something else going on. Yeah. I don't know. It could be a crank sensor or something.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Not really sure. Or do I just jump in my wife's car, move all my shit in there, and go home, and then just leave it with my in-laws and have it towed and dealt with? So that's what I did. I jumped in the car. I drove home. The next day I had a to towed to the best shop I could find in the area. Sure enough, fuel pump, they fixed it. I got totally reamed nice. on parts and like Ugh. but i was kind of at the mercy of it i mean i even like kind of implied to the guy like hey you know i'm kind of in the industry are you going to be using world pack for parts to kind of like tell him like i know what's up yeah, Like, yeah. don't overcharge me yeah here. and he totally totally did full dealer list price for the pump fuck and, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, so I was pissed. At first, I was really pissed. I was like, God fucking damn it. Like, couldn't have I just made it home and done it in my driveway for a fraction of the cost? But at the same time, I also could have broke down in middle of nowhere yeah, on the side of Highway right. 5 yeah. with no good options and right. towing it way further and dealing, like, who knows? Or like, even worse, right? mid-corner on the rally when you needed power to yeah. get out of something. Yeah, or, yeah, like, or like know, merging <laughs> onto uh, the highway and there's a big rig coming or something, right. know, whatever. It was very easy to deal with. I mean, the fact that I basically had a ride leaving at that very moment, yeah. going home, right. and so I know um, it's
1: funny how that works out. Where you can actually be thankful, like yeah, a breakdowns like, a bad thing, but it only happens so often in life. And like being in a good old, spot for it, it's only the second <laughs> it's, time it's that so car's, lucky, right? Second
2: time that car's been on a tow truck under my ownership ever, and I didn't have to deal with. I basically just made phone calls and had it all dealt with. I didn't. So you didn't leave their house. No, I left the house. I went home. You went home with his I wife. Went, I left the car. And no, 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 hilarious. no, no. Well,
0: when you were when you started it,
2: used to, uh, yeah. or no, no, you, no. he had not I, even I, left his house. Literally, it ran for ten seconds and stumbled That's, and okay, died. So you stayed there and now. never it never started again. Okay. And I was like, shit. Okay. And then they had, had it fixed. And then my in laws went and picked it up. My my mother in law drove it home to her house. <laughs> She it got a ride. She was fixed. Oh, okay. Oh, I, had gotcha. it, I had it okay. towed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had it towed to the shop. They fixed it. They picked it up today. It's Now it's in Tulare, which I don't need the car. Like, we don't have another event coming up, really, and I don't rely on it as a daily. So I'm just going to stay there for a few weeks until I get back over there and yeah. get it. But so that was the way my, like, rally ended. It was kind crazy. of a weird. It was very surreal. It was like, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. You know, you're like, oh, fuck, I not have this thing to deal with. But and
1: it's another thing, too, where it's like, <clears throat> breakdowns happen on the rally and it's kind of a big event. Everybody's yeah. there with their cars, cars have to work when they break down, everybody rallies together to yep. like, and you want to make through those, you want to have fun and make it through yeah. the event. And, and like, then in oh. this case you, you break down and it's like, there's no one around. It's not, <laughs> yeah. but you're still haven't gotten home. And it was very weird. I felt very lonely. It was a little weird. Yeah. I mean, I was bare. I was very, I was also not sure
2: it was a fuel pump. So I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, I think it's fuel pump, but Then your mind goes to other places and you're like, ah, fuck, this is going to be such a, you know, a deal and who knows what's going to happen. But all in all, other than the financial burden, it was very, very easy to deal with. I mean, yeah, like
1: two phone calls and the car is fixed, you know. Side note, I think, uh, it sounds like the McLaren, that was the problem. Fuel bump. Yeah.
2: But it wouldn't crank. Oh, it cranked a bunch. Oh, it did crank.
1: We were really easy.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Crank. And right. I, I, I didn't, it's not for, it's not certain. Yeah. That, yeah. That was a report.
2: And I'm
3: sure there's
1: relays and other stuff too, but.
2: Um, so what other things went wrong on your car on the rally? So my main thing was the power steering hose blew out on day two morning and I didn't notice it at all. Um, performance noise, nothing. Um, but the guys behind me backed way off. And I was like, that's kind of weird. So I pulled over and then they came up behind me and said, hey, you're smoking a ton. I was like, oh, okay. And so I popped the hood and looked down and very quickly, like I could see, it was not engine oil. It was very clean. And uh, I pulled the reservoir open immediately and it was totally empty. So I limped it from there to the Napa, which was on the side of the road there. And I bought... Power steering fluid and some brake clean and a quart of oil just because. And um, I thought I would have to pour in the fluid and run the engine and get pressure in the system to see the leak. Because I, I figured it was probably a slow leak that I lost over yeah. like basically from morning all the way, like 50 miles or whatever we had done. And I was thinking it just like over time I lost a, a little bit of oil. And then uh, when I poured the fluid in, <clears throat> closed the cap, instantly I looked down and just a fucking stream of power steering fluid. So that hose is probably split open and the entire bottom of it or something. Out oh, that did you have fitting. them
1: fix that too?
2: I'd mentioned it to him,
0: but after I got the price for the fuel
2: pump, right. I'm like, yeah, no, no, it's good. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm good. Um, so it's the one that comes, goes from the reservoir to the rack or sounds like it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, no, it goes
2: to the pump. Yeah. Oh. So it just went from reservoir straight to the hose and leaked out. Like yeah. there was nothing stopping it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I wasted a bunch of fluid. But then right as I'm like dealing with that and thinking, well, I'm going to pull the belt off so I don't burn the pump up, um, Garrett pulls up and in his 914. And he's like, oh, what's going on? And so I had a, a short ratchet, and I could kind of get from the top, like get the belt loose, but I couldn't get it off. And he jumped underneath the car, and he was prying as I was like loosening it, and we both got it off the belt. Nice. So once I got it off, um, I was kind of in the back of the pack. Brian had showed up and stuff. And I thought, well, I'll just take it easy to lunch. And then you guys went to the Vista point. I did that rest of the drive into lunch. So then I met at lunch. And then after that, I drove the rest of the day and it was totally fine. I mean, tight turns for sure. And then like, of course, parking lot speed, it sucks. But, um, other than that, it's yeah, totally, totally fine. So the rest of the time, I'm sure my car was like burning off the residual oil. The back of the car is kind of speckled with like, you know, fucking crap. But, uh, that was really it. I mean the car otherwise was really good. Um pelican parts came through with a set of sway bars which Art had uh, kind of picked out. So that was another kind of weird thing is I got parts, but I didn't like research or like really think about it. They just showed up. So um thank you, Pelican Parts, for that. And H&R, Did you um, get them on there? Yeah.
0: H and R Sway bars. Wait, I thought the iBox. Weren't the iBox? No, H and R Oh they were H R. So yeah. you got the H and R Sway bars and you got pads, too. Pads. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Hawk uh Hawk. HPSs up
2: front, and then just like a good stock replacement in the back. Um I joined the club though, uh Squeaky Brake Club. Squeaky Brake Club at, and HPSs. It. Hell yeah, dude! Wow, Come dude. On, those dude. don't
0: squeak. That's weird. They squeak at certain temperatures and low speeds. I see. And so, and you also got new tires, which yeah, you had so I got tires never back. done yeah, you, under there's your there's ownership. Like so I mean, many it, you had never switched yeah. these tires. Yeah, up.
3: and he was pretty lukewarm about them.
2: It was yeah. just really. Different feeling, and I was kind of bummed on myself for doing it the day before the rally. Essentially, like I had one, I took it up Brian's old road and back, yeah, before the rally, and I was like, "Oh, fuck, this is kind of weird." But um, I got to explore the the limits of them on the rally, and they're really good. Um, I think it was a really good choice. The sway bars, too. I was gonna say initially, I was like, "I don't really notice it," but I think it's a perfect. They're not too extreme, in other words. So
0: you. Do you have adjustability on them
2: too? So you just have them in the middle setting or?
0: They're working, they're
2: working well. I need to get new end links. They came with center bushings, but the end links um, were not provided and we couldn't get them in time. So Uh I put my old ones on and that, you know, that has something to do with it too. But um, it's it's good. And the brakes, I will say this too the brakes are great. Um, No issues, no fading. uh, Really, really good. I'm definitely into them hard a lot. Yeah. Um, So I'll put up a little bit of squeak on a car that I don't drive every day for that. Um, I wouldn't want that on my daily driver, but yeah, yeah, this is totally acceptable. Um, what else oil change? And then like the two weeks before that at a timing belt, water pump. So motor oil, fluid flush. oil. um, did you end up putting, no, any... brake fluid? look good. I didn't okay. put Yeah. Oh,
0: you haven't replaced <laughs> the yeah, yet with the RBF. I, stuff. I should do
2: that. I didn't. Yeah. Didn't do that. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, one of the side notes of the uh, sway bars is I lose, I lost my, transmission skid plate which is a little aluminum piece from the mm. factory it it scrapes or rubs on it so the guy who did the work was like yeah i think you probably want to take it off or at least get it modified at some point and transmission it... skid plate yeah it's a little it has like four little arms and it's a little huh. uh
1: yeah maybe it's on a later model i don't know if you are at it well i'm just surprised that anything transmission related would be yeah with that far up because sway bar runs across the front of the motor right
2: um, I think it kind of goes back a little bit. Huh? Yeah. So anyways, um, that was taken off and I have the hardware and stuff. So i need to but, like... and then you have the, the engine, the fat yeah. motor skid plate. And right? luckily that wasn't affected. That yeah. would suck. That would really suck. That's if really important. on Yeah. If they were like, yeah, if they like. like, oh, we can't put the sway bars on cause the, the skid plate, I just would have not done the sway bars. Yeah. Cause that's like kind of critical for stuff we're doing yep. out there. Um, but, so as a
0: package, I mean, like, did you make? Did you notice a difference? I mean, yeah. it sounded like initially you were trying to figure out,
2: figure it all out. Yeah, it, has, it felt we, so different. Land and I were talking about it too on the pre, on the pre pre run or pre hangout, whatever. And just the fact that I went from such a wide tire with a lot of contact patch, yeah, and weight too, right? And also sidewall and side sidewall, sidewall, all that, right? And then and it was oversized. It was yeah. wider than the rim normally would like. <laughs> And then I went down to this smaller contact patch and lighter tire with better compound. Um, the steering
3: is going to be way lighter
2: now. It just felt weird. Like there's, it was almost like a dead (laughs) spot in the center because I think it was so light. It was, it required so little power Mm -hmm. to move those tires now. Right. That it was, it just felt different, but I also need to get, I want to get a more aggressive alignment with these new
3: tires. Probably also have a little less. I mean, when you're really getting after it, the car isn't digging in as much because it's not rolling over as much. Right. So you know because of your new sway, exactly. Yeah. So kind of everything has changed. You know, you're the way you drive that car. Yeah, is and the changed. better
2: brakes. You know, like I can get, I can just be harder on them without mm-hmm. feeling any like, oh, I got to take it easy. You know, mm-hmm. just
1: mm-hmm.
2: I had none of that, none of that feeling. So yeah, overall it was great. And even the the repair and the failure of the power steering hose was kind of like best case scenario because it was easily uh, identified and there was a quick solution it wasn't a serpentine belt it's just a single belt for the pump just that yeah and then after doing that you know quote-unquote repairs taking the belt off there was very little repercussions like if anything right. it was probably better you know yeah. like in some cases you have better steering feel and stuff so um yeah all things considered like that was kind of uh, something i'd put up with you know and yeah made for better stories garrett got you know, more rally love yeah, for me. Yeah, when and, I
0: drove past you, um, when you were at the Napa, I just honked and like, well, I just you, saw like a, a red blur. He threw yeah, a peace sign and said, yeah. like, Fuck you, Warren. Yeah, exactly. I'm with the fast bitches. Well, you you threw up the, uh, the oil, um, court. And I thought like, and like it was like your way of saying, like, I'm just grabbing oil kind of. Oh, I probably I just it. had it in my hand. I was like waving to you. Yeah, but <laughs> I think what you were doing at that point was ident- you hadn't put the, the power steering fluid in yet. You were just showing yeah. me that you got that. Yeah. And, like yeah, it yeah. was about to happen, but. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm glad, glad you got some assistance there. Yeah. We, we were, um, I would have struggled through it. It would that. have
2: sucked cause it would have taken a lot longer, but the fact of uh, just having someone pry as I'm pulling yeah, made all the difference. So, yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, in that scenario, I mean like worst case, you just go back in and app and grab a blade and yeah, just cut and it just off. Totally. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. It's funny cause I, we rolled up and we're hanging <laughs> in the parking lot and that was my power steering on my E46 was Uh, leaking a little bit. It wasn't a lot, but I was predicting that that was going to be a problem. And I, I, it wasn't part of the budget to replace all that stuff at the time. So I bought a $25 bypass kit, Oh yeah, which is what I installed on my E30 race car. And so I, you know, on the E46, it's all a bigger tire and everything. I don't think it's a good idea to delete it, but I thought that Uh, if I'm not going to do the cool, uh, the, the power steering system, at least I would get this delete kit. So if something happened during the rally, I could just throw this part on. Yeah. Um, and (laughs) so we roll up and you're having this problem. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like I might have a thing, but see when
2: you said that, it sounded like. Oh, I bought one of those once, like, you know, back in the day or like. No, I, I, li-
1: I literally bought it for the rally. What is the delete kit? It's, uh, it's like a bypass. It's, yeah. So normally there's, um, the banjo fittings that go on the, uh, on the power steering rack that go to the pump. And so you take those out. And you plug in this little thing that's a, just a bypass. It's a, like a little so piece of nylon it. that loops it yeah. one to the other. <coughs> so it just makes it a self-contained system with no external so, hoses.
3: So you still yeah. have fluid inside the, inside yeah, the, the rack, rack,
1: but nothing. Gotcha. Yeah, you don't change it or any, it's not yeah, getting yeah. anymore. Uh-huh. And so you lose the power assist. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't even know if it would have fit. It probably no, would and I wasn't have... really gonna mess with it. Like yeah.
2: honestly, if, as long as I could right. just get down the road, and, right? Yeah, yeah, it didn't affect the the steering too much. Um, I was gonna say too when I got my car, the sway bars installed, and the tires and brakes and all that. Um, the technician, my buddy, who was working on it, uh, was like, "So you have a bad wheel bearing? Um, oh, right, front left." And I was like, "How bad?" He's like, "Well, I didn't notice it driving," and I'm like, "I didn't either." But this is with the old tires, and maybe they're just loud. And uh he's, he's like, but here, I'll send you a video. And he's, I have it. But it's basically like, you know, one side's like, <laughs> the other
0: side's rrr, rrr, like so Shit. bad. Like,
2: Interesting. Fuck. And that's one of those, you have to pull it off. Like, you basically, on, basically take the
0: knuckle out and you need to press and all that. Like, yeah.
2: Or you can use like one of those like slides that you, you know, hammered like slide off with. Number. Oh, you yeah. can
0: with the knuckle and installed. I oh, That's so. a yeah. lot better, yeah.
2: Um, and I've done, I did the right one like a long time ago. I don't know mileage wise, but back like two shops ago, I had it done. Um, but that was when I noticed it was pretty bad. Like turns, I would, it sounded almost like a whining pump. Hmm. This, I barely could hear it at all. Um, I couldn't hear it at all until I got new tires and I'm like, Oh yeah, there it is. I was also listening for it, but I, I went without it because they couldn't get the part quickly. It would have been a very last minute thing. I probably would have missed our pre-hangout or got there late, or like how to do what you did in the morning of yeah. come the morning of. And I was like, oh, fucking if something goes wrong, they're in there with blow torches and grinding shit off. And just, I was like, well, if it's not horrible at this very moment, I know it's going to be worse after the rally, but hopefully I'll just make it through. Right. And worst case scenario, if it gets really bad, I'll just limp it. You can hear to the, it to yeah. the places we're yeah. going and like
1: not push it. So yeah, it's one of those things that it's a catastrophe. If that fails. Yeah. But you it takes get a, a lot while. of warning and it gets increasingly loud and like, you wouldn't really live with it if exactly. it was like you, you, sudden, you would get annoyed way before it would, the wheel would fall off. Totally, Typically, totally. knock on wood. was on
2: every right turn I take, it's loaded up and makes fucking horrible noise. I'm, yeah. like, I'm mm. going to keep pushing it. So, yeah. Uh, it sounds the same, uh, the beginning of the rally is at the end. So yeah. I, I don't think I, mean, I made It's probably ra-
0: been like that for I, I know 10,000 miles. I think I made this. the right
2: call with that mm. one. Um, just not pushing it. So I have to deal with that. It needs a, a left front wheel bearing or hub power steering hose, um, modify the, uh, skid plate, hopefully get that back on and then, um, get my test pipe back in, make sure that's working well. So yeah, the day before the rally, I know I'm talking a lot, but, um, I had like that car. So my car got done. I took it to get it smogged. got it smogged. I drove uh-huh. back home. Um, we got tires for my wife's car. I went with Redistine also for the, for the crossover and they they arrived. I took those in the car to Big O Tires to get those installed. Then I borrowed someone's car. Came back, worked on my car. Went back, got that car. Just oh, all the day before, like I'm just like running around like circle. Yeah, and it's and I had no time to really drive it. So basically, like the first time I drove it for any real fun roads was on the rally. Like Lane and I went and to Modesto and stuff and hung out, but obviously we didn't have any fun. Yeah, fun roads. So <clears throat> yeah, it was all like kind of kind of intense and all i don't know why it happens like this where it comes down at the last fucking minute we have
1: like literally months, to the hour yeah
2: fucking months to do it but you know weekends come and go and you're like oh, i'll do it next weekend and then you're busy you're out of town and then
1: fuck <laughs> or me. the things take longer than you expect and right it's like, yeah. yeah yeah so or it's like the, the whole parts ordering thing like you really as like a shade tree mechanic type a lot well i guess your situation is a little different you You know you're in the scene, but um, yeah, like you order them and they take a while. Maybe you order the wrong stuff or whatever. It's like it extends out. You need like a tool to do it right, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then
2: time. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's my deal for car prep. But I didn't, we didn't talk at all about the actual rally. But I want you guys to let me know how. Well, you got update, Brian. Post rally update, and I know that you guys had a podcast about. I listened
3: to most of it. Yeah,
0: I wanted to hear about Lane's uh, car and driving exp- impressions because you did a few things to it right before.
3: Yeah, you. but I, I didn't do much that would change the driving impressions. Mostly
1: the pillow on the center console. Yeah,
3: pillow on the center console. Yeah, I already. I think I talked about it on the on Warren I, the podcast we did in the hotel, but we got some stuff from Pelican Parts. I got um, alternator belt and. What is the other one? Um, alternator, whatever the two belts up front. I replaced those the day before the rally. And then I did an oil change with the Motul. Um, Pelican also provided a oil filter, air filter. And
0: oh, you got a new power steering.
3: Pump. I did, but I didn't have time to put that in. Um, so I have that at home right now waiting to put in and, uh, oh. So I put all that stuff in. It was nice. Changed the oil. Always, you know, the car runs, always runs better right after an oil change. Right, but like Motol shower, right yeah, now. the <laughs> Motol like shoe or a haircut or something. Right, and they, um, I put the the oil filter. I think was a little loose before my last one. I remember you borrowed my car oh, yeah. and you were like, yeah, your car leak, leaks, oil. Look at, or what'd you say? Like save the w- baby whales or I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. It was an internal text between all of us. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It leaks like the power steering. Right. And you're like, doesn't look like power steering to me. And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. Um, so it was just that the, the filters in a weird place on the car and it goes from the top and it's really hard to get a hand on it, basically, like to really tighten it and of course, an oil filter, you always have like a so little oily, bit of residue yeah. and stuff um so I think the one that was on there was a like just not fully snug down, yeah, so I used like basically big channel lock pliers softly, you know, like as soft as I could on the top and and you're able to like. You know, do an extra half turn than what I could do with my hands. Yeah, That's right. leverage yeah. there. Yeah. And like now, everywhere I parked, I check, and it's like bone dry underneath, nice. which is rad. But you don't go too. Good. You don't want to go too tight. No, no. Yeah. But yeah. I had, and I can't even get that much leverage on it to make it too tight. But I, I always, every time I remove an oil filter on that car, I have to stab it with a screwdriver and do that thing do the turn. because you can't
0: access it. Huh? Yeah.
3: And in the tools, it's like impossible to fit the the you know the the big Sock wrench socket on yeah. the end of it. So it is a really shitty position. And then you have little belts around it with banjo, um, you know the the whatever the banjo, the fittings, fittings <laughs> and stuff. And you always end up cutting your hands and shit like that. Cool, I'm about to dude. do that
0: very soon here. So um, all right. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's not, it's not that difficult. It's, it's just, just annoying. Like, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's it just like, versus like annoying thing. having the
0: filter underneath or on the Yeah. Side exactly, or, or like,
3: it's like a, a BMW super easy, like an yeah. E36 or an E46. Like, you know, it's just right that cap and you yeah. do the drop in filter and you're done. It's yeah, like yeah. so nice, but it's more like, I remember doing like an old prelude was a pain in the ass too, you know, cars like that. So, um, yeah. So anyways, I did all that. The cars seem to be running really well. Um,
0: oh yeah, I forgot because you were going to get a strep. I was getting a strep. Make race. It so time. that would be like yeah. the one
3: performance thing yeah, yeah. that I got from Pelican that would have like, you know, did it, does it make a difference? Like I'm, I'm still curious to see. Um, so when I do get it, I'll report back, but, um, yeah, I did all that car is running good. Um, but I, I had, you know, post, post rally, I, have a slight thump, like tick in the back. And I think it's a CV
0: we'll- joint. Oh shit.
3: Hmm. I like, see so you just kind of hear it. And then on Should the highway, wait. you hear a little, lo- you feel, you hear a little bit of a, tua- 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 tua, you, know, you know, like fast at speed. It's not like super bad, but I think I have a CV out and then we're going and then I. Destroyed my windshield, oh, so peppered. Brian saw no. Like Brian saw the it has these two big cracks. Yeah, and then I got in the car yesterday morning. The crack is like spread all oh, the way no. across. Shit. So it, it was, was kinda just cold. What? Kind of cold. Here, yeah, so exactly. Might have done it. So it was like a nice like hit rock hit with like two like inches star. of cracks. <laughs> yeah. Like, but but pretty wide. And now it's just gone like you know twelve inches or something. Yeah. So I need a windshield the CV joint and then besides that the car is like golden dude it did really well I mean yeah it seemed
1: like you're because Pat I know because Pat was riding with us and we were like in a crew with him a lot and he jumped in your car yeah day
3: three on the the hill climb
1: and he's like He's like, Lane drove that harder than anyone else on the rally, like he was bombing in the 944. Yeah, yeah it was pretty and fun. And then we got pictures from Hushy Pushy. Yeah, oh, the one see, that I sent where Yeah, like, Lane and Pat are in the car, Lane's yeah, driving. I'm smiling. They're both, both their heads are cocked because they're going around a slight turn. And, uh, Lane's got a big old smile on his face and Pat's just like... <laughs> expressionless straight, or slight bum. Yeah. Great yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you can tell he's thinking about, like, trying to talk the puke down.
3: Yeah, we had to pull over like two or three times so he could kind of like try and puke. But um, <laughs> we, he finally found some Dramamine. Oh, sweet. and then we um, he was fine from there on, there on out. Um, That's a
0: good call. Good I, call, I, we right? All carry that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's. I mean, right. I, I don't. I mean. The, I've never gotten sick before until that until the who was driving. But it's also riding behind in the back that of the was car. Me. That's what, while while Lane was it, driving. But so the main thing is the rear seat is very different from the front yeah, seat, right? Yeah. Especially on a longer wheelbase yeah. car or whatever. And it but, doesn't take um, long.
1: Like you look down at a rally map for a little bit I at the can't, wrong time I can't. and it's like instant, right? Yeah,
0: that's the thing though. If just for that reason alone, like if you have a passenger or something to help you, like that they should immediately I didn't around,
3: ha- right? luckily like we were just we were in a group the whole time. Like I was leading at the beginning until we hit the cows on the little cow turnoff area no like the actual cows um there was a right hand turn and i was leading that crew and then we pulled over but that that part wasn't i don't know it didn't affect them as much and then after that i was following like paul from auto kennel so um we didn't need navigation really
1: yeah, so dramamine, and then I guess there was some other trick too, like dramamine can you make you drowsy, but the, I don't know, the truckers use, or the fishermen use some other thing to pair with the dramamine. Oxycontin? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. No, Yellow jackets. Makes I think they call Yellow jackets. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> they, I think yeah. it's something over the counter and not illegal, uh, but, uh. Yeah, it's that combo. And then what's the, and then pedialite in the mornings. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. These are all We're like this, just
3: little tricks, right? Uh, pedialyte, That's right. just if you're
0: d- getting drunk, drunk. dude. That's nothing to do with yeah. I mean, well, what? com forward slash DWA. Check it out. They've got some really, really cool socks now by Stripe Design, the shift pattern. Uh, you, they also have really cool t-shirts, cozy sweaters hats uh, go to that link you get 20 percent off your purchase and on the rally what about those shirts uh brian i mean do we even need to talk about it anymore how soft these
1: things are we love them i mean you know we really upped our game a few times ago and we uh we
0: got heel and toe on board and and all the rally participants love it they're pretty damn nice and uh everyone got the socks too the stripe design socks uh which are always great to have on the rally but yeah those shirts Cozy as ice, I actually wanted to sleep in it on a nightly basis like you, but um, I want to shower and I don't like wearing the same shirt. So. Bah, bah. Yeah. Heel and toe, you don't even need to shower. Again, that's com forward slash UBA. Because
2: if any of <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys yeah, bro, Let's Let's hear your, uh, you you didn't bring your car because it yeah overheated I again. I didn't bring my car, yeah. And then it went back to the shop.
0: And yeah. We feared the worst. And that was the last we heard, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, it went to the shop first to get all this like stuff from Pelican. Yeah. So, what did you no, install, right? No, so, it was, yeah.
1: So, it was, it went to a few shops. There was a barrage of cooling system woes. Um, one of them was that uh, my uh, power steering pump had hit my or the pulley had hit my expansion tank, the brand new one that I installed. So it grooved that. Uh. But anyways, I took it to a shop locally here cuz it was more convenient because it was overheating. I I left in the morning after you know all the cooling stuff's done uh and going up 17, it just started getting hot and I was kind of pairing it with the fact that I was like I had opened up the heater and uh I or, or one of the things I noticed was that I wasn't getting hot air out of the heater and I was like tripping out on that and then all of a sudden the temperature spiked. And, and so that started the whole thing of even after that, this is post me replacing all the cooling system bits. I, I still have this problem and I'm going to fast forward through this, but, uh, it, it turns out one of the, uh, another symptom was, and this is after the track day where, you know, th- you know, through the middle of this, I do an entire track day at Laguna and everything's fine. And I was very sensitive to the fact that it might not be that heat might be a problem. So and, and I but I had this OBD two sensor that would display the heat on the phone through Harry's lap timer. And the entire day at Laguna, it was killer. Like the temperature was exactly where I would want it. Um, then right after I had problems again. So anyways, here's where I'll fast forward. Coming up right before the rally, one, I can't do anything. Even if I, I had been doing a series of bleeding to try to take care of it myself, hoping I could get it done. And this is like even at Morning Motors, like I was driving it to there just so I can let it cool down and then bleed it again. Um, but no question, I had to replace the expansion tank because if it's got a groove in it, even if it's not leaking, it's like that's a super weak, weak point, yeah, right? Weak point. And so I just ha- I have to replace it. And so uh, you know, crunch time. I took it to my buddies at BTM Motorworks to at least get that done. But then also it's like, I don't know what's going on with this cooling system. Like uh white flag, you know, my, my car's in your hands. Like, please let me know what you think. And luckily, you know, they're racers. They built several e 46 cars and they had all the cooling system stuff that I got. It was like a e 46 package from Beamer world. So all the parts are aftermarket, but it's like a known kit. Um, so they're like they're the right people to work on it. Others would be scared to do that. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I got I got all this stuff. You know, they were, they were checking some stuff out. I think I had installed the thermostat upside down. Oh God! <laughs> so there's a little vent hole. I, supposed I put to be that on, on, on the top. bottom. Yeah. It's supposed to be on top. So they they had looked at that and they're like, okay, well, you know, I think that could be it. And, uh, there was also, I guess, another hose that might have been loose or something. But anyways, they get it back together. And then, uh, on my way home that day, the day before the rally, uh, it spikes again and overheats. And, um, I'm supposed to pick Pat up the next day at the airport to head out of town. Um, so we scrap all that. Uh, Pat, uh, I jump in with uh, my buddy uh, Matt Hurlis and his E46 M3, and so we're three deep in his M3 uh, on the way up. And so wait, were you
3: great. Were you having all the other stuff installed too? Right, that you got from Pelican. Good parts? point. So I get so it's last minute.
1: Like the parts are coming in. My car is already at the shop. Yeah. Luckily, they come in over the weekend. And so I got to throw all these other things in to have them install. So that's like uh the lower control arms I had uh, been looking at, you know, while I was doing all the suspension work. And it, I just I had it on the list of something I want to do. Also, the full all the ho- all the power steering hoses. I had a leak there. I just didn't have the time and money to address it. So the Pelican parts stuff came in and it's like, yes, that's exactly what I need. And the CCV, the crankcase ventilation system, which is like four hoses and a little like plastic regulator thing. Super well known problem on these cars. Um, and I, I, I don't, I think it's a pretty easy install. I didn't really look too deeply at it, but, um, a perfect chance to like, you know, hear, hose thingies on the top of the motor. Probably hard to get to in some way. And I just got to throw all of this stuff, you know, hand it over to, to Brad and Mike at BTM and they just took care of it for me. And so it's like the ZHP lower control arms, which all the dimensions are the same, but it's like the, the better, uh, uh um, bushings, and, uh, bushings and all that stuff. Yeah. Ball joints. They're like the, the solid ball joints that'll so last longer and be stiffer. Oh, and I had already purchased, um, the, uh, lower control arms, the rear mount. So, the, yeah, R tabs, rear, or no, no, that's in the, in the back. Trailing arms? No, it's not trailing arms. It's the lower L cabs or whatever. Lower control arm bushings. It's mm-hmm. the, like the little lollipop ones oh, on yeah, the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the back. On the so, inside, I had a yeah. stiffer, uh, bushing for that that would press into my, gotcha. uh, my regular size factory mount. Um, mm-hmm. and so perfect time to do that as well. So, I was stoked it's on being able work. to get that installed. It's a lot of work. I
2: mean, even though right? you are just
1: throwing the parts at them, it's like, I know, to, uh, as a shop, yeah. Someone with the shop, I'm like
2: looking at that, just like, dude, it time. adds up. Yeah, it adds up. Time. I
1: mean, I dropped a ton, I dropped a ton of money on it and yeah. it's just like, boom, like, let's hopefully get this cooling system dialed. <laughs> yeah. And then all of these things that were like wishless items, I was super stoked to have it all done. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, all of that was installed and then I'm driving home the night before and it, and it, it goes south with the cooling system. So had to skip it but um and you know it turned out super fun to be co-driving and everything all, all rally but uh definitely bummed not to drive it i i i had a rad time with a 330 the weekend i purchased it on the last rally and it was going to be awesome to now have all these mods done i put in a lot of work <laughs> in so much time yeah uh, and then get to really test it on good roads like that i, I was really looking forward to it um so uh get back and, you know, it's a topic of conversation. Like, one, <laughs> Pat jumps in in the car with Matt and I, and we have, like, a three-, four-hour transit, and, you know, it's obviously front of mind. It had just happened, and he, he was a master BMW mechanic. So, you know, we're talking about opinions. He's, like, right off the bat, he's like, yeah. If it happened overheating like that three times, like, there's just no question. Like, it's, you probably warp the head or crack the head or something. It's just a thing with these yeah. motors. Yeah. Big old can't, big can't, old aluminum can't straight put six head over and over and yeah. Right. Yeah. And he saw the temps, you know, over two sixty. Uh and so I I I had prepped myself for the worst and it did not end up that way. Um I was, you know, looking at like new head and fifteen <coughs> plus hours of labor to put Jeez, it on, you know, plus sure. all of the other while you're in there stuff, like that's you know,
3: chain my, and all yeah. yeah. Um, and you have to do a full valve job, and, or I guess that's with a brand new head, head. Yeah. yeah. But then also, then,
1: uh, or you do a, or you do a used motor, which is what a lot of the spec E46 racers do, Jesus. you know. Uh, uh, and and, and you, also said something about the
2: head bolts or studs stretch, yeah, and like pull and out of the block. Yeah, like, yeah, like, that's then then Pat was talking about that thing, right? Yeah, that's what Pat was saying. Need a motor, like, you right? I mean, why would
1: or you do the thread yeah. But you know. It looks, you know, when you look at the math, it's cheaper to just get a used motor. Yeah, it but is. then I got to swap over the oil pump. That's all easy. The <laughs> yeah, but, but, but it's it's, it's all this different huge stuff. project with the car. And, and you're
3: like, and
1: you don't know the, the history yeah. of like the person who had the right previous motor could have. I mean, I don't know the history of mine either. How many times it would have overheated? Sure. I don't know. But sure. anyway, so it's like cheaper to just do a whole motor. And these are very. Somehow, you know, I go. I have this big disappointment, but then the the next, I'm already thinking rally. I didn't have a lot of time to be disappointed because you're on the rally and having fun the whole time. Yeah. But uh, you know, these somehow I'm gliding through these very difficult potential outcomes of throwing (laughs) thousands of dollars. You know, like you know, close to I probably would be in five grand to repair this whole thing. So it wasn't that. I don't know. Trivia time. If anybody wants to guess what it was, it was not a head gasket, or a busted
3: head.
0: Okay, so speaking trivia, was it, was, it a trivial thing or was it a big it, thing? It,
3: it was some little tiny truck. hose, like a heater hose at the back of the motor. Um,
0: Heater hose. <coughs> hmm. Thermostat was stuck closed.
1: Warren's uh, got a little extra emphasis because he's so...
0: Yeah. Well, I, I feel
2: like it's a good so outcome, so it. I'm not... I was gonna say like heater core or something, but that's a fucking motherfucker of a job. So I, I don't feel like that's what it is. So, um,
1: did you replace the radiator with all this? All this I replaced stuff? the radiator. I replaced the uh, all the hoses. Yeah. I replaced the um, uh, water pump, and expansion I replaced tank. the yeah expansion tank, and I replaced the. I bypassed the electric actuated thermostat. It's a little plate kit that will allow you to basically accept a standard traditional E30 thermostat. Yeah. 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 Trying to take out a failure point. I'll say a coolant tank cap. No. Uh, So it turns out it's the not completely conclusive because I've only had it for a day. So, you know, I'll know more in a week, but it's pretty conclusive that it's the uh, water pump. Not a bad water pump necessarily, but the Stewart racing water pump appears to be working better in high RPM situations than at idle. Ah, Interesting. I, I had asked Stewart the fuck? if they so it's meant for racing. It's meant for. So at higher RPMs, it flows better. Yeah. But then at low RPMs around idle, you're not getting a lot of flow.
3: To the point of overheating. Yeah, but that? and your fans were kicking on. The fans are kicking on.
2: Damn, were you in traffic? Fans
1: are kicking on. No. So, but you, so you weren't idling though. It was just low RPM. Low. low so RPM. they would. So the the con- most conclusive test appeared to be: you put it on the rack with the whole thing installed and bled with the Stewart water pump. If you let it idle on the rack. After 15 minutes, it'll start to overheat. If you replace that one piece with a standard water pump, you can run it as long as you want on the rack and it won't overheat.
2: So what is the real ramifications of
0: running a standard water pump? Under no higher RPM, I mean it's totally fine. Does okay. it to me? It sounds like bad water pump. Well, like it's bad Stewart water pump. I mean, no. Well, not by design. I mean, could, even a new one could be problematic or something. No, no, I'm just saying the design of that Stewart. I mean, a
3: water not, pump is pretty like normal thing. Like it seemed to be working. They said,
0: but I mean, like I've I known so a here's lot of thing. people running those on streetcars, and that not Do happening. You? Yeah. So like that's why I'm curious like why I mean it was on E36. How, I'm, I'm very curious. My how M many. coupe, my old M coupe that has a Stuart water pump in it and hasn't been an issue. So like yeah, um, I don't know, dude. That's and really so I,
1: I can't say I was exp- I reached out to Stuart. They said there's no problem. Right. I I feel like I've heard of people running them on the street too. Yeah. So, so I d- I don't, don't know. All I know is the data in it now. I've standard it as of uh, yesterday. So I, they, uh, the, the thermostat was replaced one more time just because it got hot and, you know, just to be sure. Um, and, uh, the fans were tested and they were working fine. You know, all the different modes. Um, and then I, I went kind of an extra step even though they said it was all running fine after the water pump replacement i went the extra step to have them do a compression test just to give a little bit more data around whether or not there might be some sort of small leak when the head gasket that could be introducing a problem totally and it was uh 190 across the board flat that's big so Yeah. yeah that gives some peace of mind um you know which I think that's pretty conclusive. I feel like yeah. it's not always conclusive, but I think that no, that's well, pretty conclusive. And you don't have any mixture of oil no and so, yeah, yeah but It does but...
3: sound like that was a faulty water pump, like yeah. something was wrong with it, if it.
1: So the other piece of data was that uh, Brad and uh, Mike had also run those water pumps on their Speccy 46 cars, and they had noticed, like they had been on grid and noticed the heat climbing, and they're like, what? What you know, and then once they start racing, it goes down. Yeah, yeah, and it interestingly pairs okay with my experience. It was totally like you know, like I I didn't know what was going on. I got an entire track day at Laguna in the middle of this with no cooling problems. Yeah,
3: you drove it around everywhere else too. Yeah, and I drove it around. It wasn't getting hot with that water pump. Yeah, but where did you drive it? You drove it up in the mountains, and it was yeah. But I drove also drove it down the highway in Top Gear. Like just cruising,
1: well. Maybe so, certain, but the thing situation. is, it's like under certain speeds, probably right. It sitting at idle was a test,
3: but but and I'm saying, shop. but I'm saying, when you drove at home, where you you weren't sitting on our idle. That's my point. No, I was at low RPM, like less than
1: forty miles an hour, right? And that's when and it was like to. it was. It's weird. It was like on the racks. It would be after fifteen minutes, and then when I do the math, it's like where I broke down each time, one of them was on my way into work. I was like exactly 15 minutes into my trip. And then I, I was kind of pairing it with the heater just because I was messing with that. But maybe that was just a coincidence. Yeah.
3: Why and was it the on heater...
1: the way, on the way back in back toward home, I got right up to summit road, which is like exactly 15 minutes from my work. So,
3: and then the heater not working means you weren't pushing fl- cool on her, through the, the motor, the engine. Pushing it no yeah. Low. So like, but why is that? That seems like a there's really, there, bad are other, water pump. there are
1: other weird things too. Like I was getting all so we all I'm not the thermostat upside down, which could have affected flow, right? Right, yeah, because yeah. it's a
3: van at the top, yeah,
1: right? And I was getting these weird, like, and this could explain it too. Like, I was getting a ton of pressure that was being left in the system and at weird times. That usually means head gasket, so I was really expecting that that would be it, yeah. Well, the so there's there's some weird behavior that is like
0: not wall, not totally explained or not an efficient water pump, right? Yeah. Because if the pressure is building up because it's not moving, yeah, exactly, so like, it's getting hot in other places. Yeah, the water. yeah, that's
1: that's so it weird. could be yeah. So the word cavitating uh, was thrown around. I don't i i, I don't i don't really have the full it's picture in my head. Like where
2: you you put an ore in the water and you're trying to push and you kind of yeah. come up with air yeah, like yeah. it just doesn't yeah. grab the water right. that's that's what it is it's like an air pocket
1: but yeah and, and i'm i'm just picturing like if the ports are bigger and there's more flow mil- made for like good flow the right type of flow at high rpm i could kind of see how at low rpm cuz you're not building pressure because yeah, the you're not bigger. really pushing everything through in the same yeah. way yeah. totally that's the th-
2: that's I the would theory. Look
3: at how uh, visually
2: how those two pumps are designed.
3: I mean, it seems like a very like a like a a big rip, bold letters. It would say, "Don't drive this on the street." If that was the Racist case, only, right? yeah. I mean, the fact that they don't say that and they're saying, "No, it's fine." Yeah, and yeah, that other right? people have run it. It seems like. I wonder, that, that was faulty. like, Travis put that in his E36. Yeah.
0: So that's what I was well, thinking. Well, he of. was, his
3: car was burping. Yeah. It was, getting, he, he wasn't having yeah. great, it, but I wonder if, yeah, uh, I mean, he was having,
1: I talked to him at the last, at the last lunch and he was having some issues. <laughs> so oh,
0: he should, was, you should talk yeah, to him. Yeah. He was, he cool was
3: losing cooling out of the overflow running, and, should, and yeah. it was running warm
0: and at certain weird times. I mean, it could be. Mm. Yeah. Cause I was going to, I was wondering maybe if, um, the case was where that particular cooling system, like the design and the flow of it, like on the, what is it, an N52 or whatever you have, whatever, or m whatever that motor is, M52, I guess. I don't know what it is called. Forget to, uh, whatever I think that it's thing the is. Called. M, yeah. Yeah. M- um, so maybe 52. that design is not really that great. And if, especially if that part is kind of almost universal so that water pump can be used with an S54, or S52, or S50, whatever. And on that application, it isn't very efficient. Could, yeah, it could be. Uh, I, I don't know but if I don't the part if number is shared board.
1: across, but that would be an interesting point because, yeah, like an S52 motor could be very similar to the M52, just more performance. And, yeah, the way – and, and maybe me being, yeah. you know, like all the – yeah, all the limits are a little bit lower on my motor and it might not handle it you – yeah. Know, I don't know. Right. Yeah. That's a weird one. Um, But I mean, yeah, like there's a lot of weird stuff with it, but it, it ends up being pretty conclusive and this was multiple shops, uh, doing the test, just running it on the rack and noticing it overheat. Yeah. Going to overheat. And then, you know, I, so it's just now a little bit of evidence or, you know, a pretty good amount of evidence, I guess you, you run it a few times. I had, I, you know, besides paying extra to have the compression test done for ease of mind, I asked, If they could do it on like extended drive and Brad like took it out for an hour. And, you know, said, said it was fine. And, and I did, I just drove it home. I got up and all the way over 17 and home and yeah. it was rock solid right in the middle. Oh, yeah. and I'm totally an idiot. I should have plugged it into my OBD2 oh, to read it. I, I didn't even yeah. look. Oh, at cause the it always temp. says the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does yeah. always say the middle. Yeah. But, but,
0: but that's, I mean, that's good. I mean, the OEM water pumps, I mean, I've run those on all my 36s. And I mean, yeah. the same on an S52s, I should say. And yeah. they're fine. I mean, they, they, yeah. it's just an interval thing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, right. They go with, yeah. the, with the cooling system. Yeah. and you're going to
1: be able to it's going to be fine at higher revs this is one of those things where like you know i'm in the moment and 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 my goal is whenever i can make it uh you know if i can spend a little extra money to make it more robust then i was going to do that right and so i like that about this water pump it was built a little bit better um uh it's it seemed uh but uh it's kind of an experiment right and i didn't need necessarily a better water pump. It came as a whole package thing. I do feel good that I've got a bet, you know, a big, bigger aluminum radiator that is, it doesn't have plastic end caps and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, now that I know that this thermostat setup isn't part of the problem, you know, I do appreciate that it's a more simplified system. It's not an electrically actuated thermostat. It's just a standard thermostat. So it's a little easier to mess with. Um, So yeah, it's just kind of a, it's kind of a learning experience. And at the end of the day, (laughs) amazing that I, that the car is back in my hands. I'm like, you know, a little bit, uh, in disbelief at the moment. You got lucky, right?
2: I feel like I got lucky. Yeah. Talking, like talking yourself into the whole head work. Yeah. And I was going to go for it. Like whatever. I know you're already so far into it. Right. And so. To have that as kind of your, like you're you're coming to terms with it, and then yeah. you get this news, that's right. like right, kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah so, that's huge,
0: man. That's awesome. I'm I mean, glad to hear it that. Sucks
2: it didn't happen like a week before the rally, and I you're know, like, right. oh yeah, I found out the water pump's bad and replaced it, and we're going on the rally.
1: But and so, you know it just sucks because it's a head scratcher too. Totally. Like you know working with uh, the guys over there, it's yeah. like you know they've done these and everything works fine but usually, it's not but easy. It's, yeah. And, and yeah, so whatever. So that's a, that's a, a good, Cars back. good ending so far. And next week, I'll really know. I feel like, you know, I feel like I got to get some soak time. Yeah. But. Uh,
0: I mean, yeah, that sucks. Hopefully this is the end of that, man. I mean, like I know, I've, I've been in that situation with a car where, um, it was a heater core. I replaced the heater core. And then the bleeding thing, just I bled the car for weeks. Right. Like it just kept coming back It yeah. kept coming back. And I would get like those where it just air trapped in the system or, you know, just and and then, uh, you know, it escalates to something like this where like you would damage the overflow tank and then like you got to replace that because of the pressure. And it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's not a fun place to be, so I hope that that's the end of that for you so you can I will, enjoy this thing.
1: I will say that there's a lesson learned in here, um, and you know during this process, I end up being kind of the worst type of customer. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's <laughs> like...
2: We definitely know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. guy who install, buys his own, chooses his own parts, installs them himself, and then has some weird error that doesn't match, you know, weird condition that doesn't match anything that you're familiar with. Yeah. So I take it in and they're like they have to question everything I did. And yeah. so for example, uh the uh contact with the expansion tank, you know, I'm I I actually had I found randomly some used Yeah, wait, why did that happen? Motor mounts. So I I don't know what it is exactly. I don't. I don't understand it. But basically, they've mounted these radiators several times, and there are some adjustments that you can make when you put it in. To me, I was installing it. It's like there's pads down here, and 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 then there's like a little weird, like kind of triangle thing that you you slide in, and it to me it felt like there was only Just one way for it waves. to fit. Yeah. yeah, it slides in and locks, and then you attach it on the top. And, uh, but they're like, you know, we've installed a lot of these, there's little tweaks you can make. And so I had in my car, a set of stiffer motor mounts and training mounts that I mentioned, you know, if needed, I just want to make sure that there's going to be no contact. If you guys can't find any other way to get more clearance, like you can just throw those in please. Uh, and I'll deal with the consequences, which would suck. It's like everything rattles to shit and it's not a good daily driver experience, um, but uh, they didn't have to put those in. They just they messed with it. They didn't say exactly where, but they just made it fit. So my lesson, my takeaway, you know, the cooling systems are a known issue. I w- it would have been cheaper <laughs> after all the work that I had to go through and ha- you know pay people to look at this thing, and parts that I had to rebuy uh, would have been cheaper and better in general if I would have just said that cooling systems are a known issue, can be a pain in the ass to bleed. There's a lot of pieces of the system. Uh, if I would have just gone to B T M or whoever and said, "You guys do this," and so I could have still done my own maintenance on the other parts and saved myself some money and gotten familiar with the car. But you but have someone that's done a system, that's some- just do this cooling. They've thing. They've done the cooling system a hundred times. Yep. They know exactly what. If it's you guys want to like. pick the parts, that you know, let's talk ahead of time. Although let's you sure can kind of say
3: that about all the parts. It, like, there's always little things with all this stuff, right? Well, sure, but the cooling system so is pretty straightforward. They're like they're so you were so doing finicky. The cooling
1: system is known on these cars and yeah. it's a whole system, a collection of parts that all have to work very closely together. It's not like one side's going to be bad on it, you know. Uh, it, but you know, in hindsight, I would have uh, treated that as a separate project yep. entirely, yep. taken it in. They would have been able to do the work up front and they're familiar with it. And and then it's like you have someone to go to. Totally. It's not yourself. Yeah. Then you bring it back. Like, Hey, the The same mechanic that worked on it knows what's up and is going to fix it. And and that would have been better for me. It would have been better for them. That's a
2: good uh, piece of advice for people listening that maybe are in your same situation with another type of repair. And it's like, sometimes you just, Pay a professional to yeah. to do it, and other times yeah. you can tackle it yourself. I'm
0: also imagining like the you know like the Alex Jordans or the Jeff Weises of the world who have a very simple system to deal with, yeah. right? An old Alpha motor or an old uh, yeah, you know, yeah. 2 based motor. It's yeah, like it's, a different, yeah, it's yeah. so easy. Like listening Dude, to Theo, all this shit.
1: Theo, in 2002. Like I, I kept he he was having problems with that car, so that car took an amazing amount of uh uh fluids for how it's a 2 liter motor and he was going he was burning <laughs> a a a uh, a bottle of oil every freaking fill up and <laughs> gallons of water in a tiny little radiator he was just constantly having to add it consuming it consuming, very wrong yeah, with that burning thing. oil and water <laughs> just spitting out water talk about head gaskets here. and he was yeah. just flogging that thing the entire oh my rally God. But uh, he pops the hood, and it's like he just keeps adding water. And it's like, can I just go back to the simple radiator system? Can I somehow convert mine to a 2002 (laughs) system? By the way, just water. (laughs) You don't (laughs) even feel the coolant. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even distilled water. (laughs) Right. Not even distilled. Because it just burns it off anyways. He's he's basically flushing the system as he drives. Oh, my
2: gosh. So uh, as much as we could go on about uh, BMW stuff, I – I haven't heard Arts overall Corvette impressions. Oh right. I, I haven't we we delved into the uh stuff. the
0: controversial topic of me not taking the 924S on Thursday's edition. Um I really really did want to take that car out. Uh you know, same deal we talked about Pelican Parts hooking us up with a bunch of stuff to, in in preparation for the rally and to get these cars going. I got Hawk HPS pads as well. Um just a few little maintenance items just to change, you know, fluids. I was going to do Motul fluid in there and uh basically at the end of the day, um, the shocks just were unavailable. Like they're. Don't forget the sunriser clip. Oh, and my sunriser clip. Yeah, the passenger sunriser clip. is. Dude, I crack... was sure that was for Warren Z30. Um, yeah. I actually, dang, I'm, I'm a, like no joke going to drive to Lane's Pad to get that thing because I hate the passenger oh, so visor annoying. clip is like flopping around. Yeah. And, that, that, and I guess Props that happens on Pelican cars. Parts for having this type of thing. Dude, they're rad. Yeah, they, they have all sorts of stuff. Um, And I mean, it, it's in the thing that I did want to mention about Pelican Parts is, you know, for us, you know, we've known about them forever because we're being W and Porsche guys, but they also uh, have Audi parts, Volkswagen, Saab, Volvo, and Mini, Mercedes now too. Dude, so when I
1: when I had the like, 190e, yeah,
0: I got a full suspension kit for the Mercedes. Oh, I did. So I didn't end up keeping that car, and I uh, so I, I didn't even use the and parts. But they're so easy to deal with. Their prices are super like transparent. Everything you know, they basically stock everything and. I don't know if this is the case for us because we're spoiled here, but there is a distribution center in the Bay Area, which makes it a lot easier. Uh, parts arrive, you know, within a couple days. Uh, so that's huge. Uh, check them out if you've got any of those cars. Uh, but you know, that being said, Pelican parts, uh, is owned by ECS tuning. So, um, when I was looking for shocks, um they went through all of their you know we exhausted all options basically they checked all their partners their you know parent company everywhere and uh it turns out the conies are back ordered for a couple more weeks from today's date and what's so special about these shocks
2: compared to other uh transaxle cars
3: no it's yeah. the same they're, it's all all the board. Board. they're all across the board
0: all across the board yeah they're Not just just the 924S adjustable <laughs> conies that the, the, so my car came as an option <laughs> came with the adjustable um conies could it's you have gone with just like K Y B non adjustable. Yeah. I didn't want to do that because oh, it's such a pain
2: in
3: the that's ass. That's gnarly, really dude. It's pull such it. a
0: pain in the ass, yeah. especially for the front. You don't want to do the front. I mean, the rears. Yeah, it's easy. The rears are literally two bolts, but like the but front. I thought you were saying the rear was the most problem. Well, they're shot everywhere. The rears are both leaking in the back, Um yeah. and so I wiped them thoroughly, like this all this oil that had built up a ton, to see the numbers on them because. When I got the car, I saw that it had the, um, sports suspension package and that included sway bars and sport shocks. I don't know what that meant. So I went underneath and the, the fronts are in their struts in the housing, right? So they're a case. Insert, so they, yeah. you can't see shit. So in the back, I wiped off all the old grime and, uh, sure enough, I saw that they were a Kony sport adjustable. And, uh, so I was trying to get those and basically as a last ditch effort, I'm like, you know what? Like I'll, I'll convert to a Bilstein setup, which means that Um, just in a nutshell, the Coney strut inserts don't fit in the, in the Bilstein housing and vice versa. So if I got Bilstein shocks, struts that would go, or I'm sorry, inserts, they would not fit into the Coney strut, right? They're different. So I'm like, fuck it. You know what? If you can get me the full Bilstein strut with the Bilstein insert, I'll, I'll convert. I'll go to Bilstein sports all the way around. Those are fucking basically obsolete, like non-existent. And then the Conies are backordered. So. Um, initially it looked like I was, I could possibly get them like the week before the rally and then it got pushed out to mid October and I'm like, all right, whatever. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I was all in on getting that car ready and that's why I was pushing for that too. Like, I mean, it's an easy way to, you know, if, if we're, we have a partner on board that's going to provide these parts, like why buy all this stuff? I know there were some ideas around that, but I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll stick to this plan and, and hopefully it works out. It was kind of on me, you know, like I I could have. Figured out an alternative, but ultimately, though, what it boils down to is I wanted the sporty stuff. I wanted the stuff that belonged on the car because I didn't want to fuck around anymore. Because yeah, they had the bogeys, they had the KYBs, but you know, I wanted the car to be done, you know, to to exactly how I wanted it to drive. And so, um, you know, it's 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 right now it's very soft, it's very floaty, it's it doesn't dampen right. That's the main issue that I have with it. And especially knowing the roads and doing the pre-run, like there are some no error areas, you know, where like. (laughs) You have sheer drops and stuff. And yeah. I didn't remember where the bumps were. And the way that it dampens now is basically very, very poorly. So it either bottoms out entirely where it has no dampening effect at all. I think over you would have
2: bumped fine, but you wouldn't have had
0: as much confidence. Like I would wouldn't have, have so, had fun. Were... Like, I, 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 the way that I like to drive I is I, I want to have that. sheer confidence fun, in the car. Like, I, I, wanna, I want I the car to be done so that I can drive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to be worried but about you're, the car. you're able to drive cars yeah. that aren't perfect and have fun. Well, this thing—it's it, a compromise. I don't want it to be compromised, right? So yeah. uncompromising, but all cars, sports car driver cars, right? for three thousand dollars. Well, so here's the thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. so, like, you know, I feel like your expectations are a little like you know. But we already had this conversation on Thursday. Um. So, so what did you end move. up getting? Yeah.
0: So I was going to move to that. So um, it, especially what happened is at this point. I know the shocks aren't coming, so I jumped on the horn and st- tried to figure out if you can either arrange a press car or if I can go on drive share and find something and all that. And so that's where the hopes for the 924 immediately vanished. And I'm like, I can get, like, let's see if I can get a Fiat 124, uh, A Barth through FCA. And, um, we we're looking into that and at the end of the day everything was booked. The only option Well, let's FCA just go like, to this Corvette. Yeah, so well, no, I got to say there was a Durango SRT option which would have been interesting, but it was in Willows because <laughs> that the guys terrible. the guys in Road and Track uh had it and so they had just wrapped up with it uh, at um I'm sorry, not it was I say Willows but for people Thunder Hill. that's Thunderhill. And uh so Camisa was like, "Yeah, come and get it." Uh, that would have been three and a half hours north and then three and a half hours longer to get to the rally start. No way. Gigantic truck. Um, and then Acura, um, you know, super cool. They were like, you know what? We can probably get you a new NSX. And um, the NSX was in the shop, in the body shop specifically, and they were trying to repair a, a, some body damage on the car. And there was a very good chance that I could get it the day before the rally there was a delay that didn't happen, so we got pushed out. So here I am, six p.m. the day before the rally. I was expecting to pick up the NSX, it wasn't <laughs> happening. So I jump on DriveShare. I'm like, "What the hell can I get? That would be fun." That you know, because you know, we, they're a partner of ours. You know, we get hooked up, and um, I found a blobby STI. So a 2004 STI, World Rally Blue, BBS wheels, the works. Ooh, that'd be good. And I was like, "This is perfect. This is exactly what I want." Uh, I book it. We're on board. Everything's cool. I get a text from the owner. I'm so sorry. I forgot to block out the calendar. I'm out of the, I'm out of the country. There's no way you can take this car. So now it's like 738 and I'm like, dude, what the hell am I going to do? You know, like, and so, um, Acura was kind enough to offer me an alternative. They have like a sporty crossover that, you know, I I thought about it. It's like, dude, it's like driving my X1 on the rally. Like it's not ideal. So I jump on Turo and I, I started looking around and. I went for Miata. I was looking for you know something S two thousand, like something lightweight. Nothing was available because a lot of these rentals require a minimum of you know six hours, whatever it may be, before you can book a car. And so I looked under the criteria of instantly bookable or something. I forget what they call it, right? So there's no limitation. You just basically book it and you can go get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there were two F types that were extremely expensive. Um, I think that would have been a good option. Uh, and there was a 2018 C7 Corvette Grand Sport Manual convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about 30 miles away from my house. Uh, and basically I could book it, pick it up like within an hour. And, uh, so the price was right and everything. And I, 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 um, I messaged the guy first and I'm like, is this cool? Like, can I book this right now? And he's like, yeah, just let me know when you want to get it. I'll have my wife go meet you. And so yeah, went super easy, super smooth. Um, I picked it up and, uh, you know, everyone talks about the Grand Sport, right? The Grand Sport's the one to get. It's the, you know, it's plenty of power. It's not crazy supercharged. It's not, un, you know, unusable. Yeah. It's the wide body. It's got the cool arrow above
2: a Z06 or below a Z06? Below.
0: Okay. And so it's got the Z06 body, basically an arrow, yeah. but, uh, but it does, and it's wider, but it doesn't have the, um, the supercharged motor and all that. So um, and it was a manual. But so co 6
2: isn't supercharged, is it?
0: Yeah, that it is. Was. All C7s are that era. Yeah. So, okay. um, so, so that that was that. I book it, pick it up, easy. Um, and uh, the first thing I went to mess with, of course, was like I didn't I didn't go immediately to traction control. I wanted to mess with the fucking suspension setting because it was like on track mode, and even on surface streets, it was like bone jarring, right? Like just on standard you know streets. And so, uh, you know, luckily everything's adjustable. It does have the mag ride and that motor is fucking awesome. You guys had no idea. Uh, so I leave the following morning at four in the morning and I arrive at the, basically at the meeting point or at the freaking, uh, I did miss the hangout. That sucked. But, um, I meet, I meet you guys at our driver's meeting location basically in the morning and, uh, you guys see me in this ugly fucking plasticky thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's. Corvettes are Corvettes, man. I mean, they all have, drive very similar, mag, mag ride or not. Uh, they have a very crude kind of old school suspension. Uh, so. so this this did have mag ride? It did have mag ride. Okay. And so it this was is the best. Yeah. Scenario. Best scenario. And so. You know, it was great f- I guess for smooth a, stuff.
1: I a, a coupe would be better.
0: A coupe would be wise. better. I mean, it is a flimsier car. You know, it is the cab. Um, but you know, I was going for sensification here, manual transmission, big motor, top down, the works. And it was great for that. And even where it was hot and when I was in blazing heat, I did have cooled seats. So that helped. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it topped out and all that. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. I, I ran with a, with, with a, with um, John O first in his 675LT, and then I had, um, Ruben in his, uh, 9972 GT3RS, and, um, we had a couple other guys, um, you know, join us, and, uh, um, actually, did so you have to lead the get, whole time? I did lead the whole time. Why? Because Those everyone's. You guys like, are incapable it, well, of driving the, themselves. You know what's, it, it, the, you know, when you're on the rally, and I think I talked to some, one of you guys about this, everyone why? just assumes you know where you're going. It's like, uh, dude, yeah, I've yeah, only yeah. pre run this once. Not only do you not know <laughs> where you're
2: going, you also might want to follow someone once in a
0: while and and like, for sure. Benefit. Uh, you don't know these roads like the back of your hand or totally, anything. Totally, totally. So that's why, why didn't you just pull over and tell them to go? Because I was fine with it. It was fine. Um, so oh, that. That, that happened that way, but it was fine. Um, but review on the Corvette, uh, transmission's awesome. Brakes are really, really annoying. Uh ABS is super intrusive, very sensitive on especially over bumps. Like um transmissions, hey, did you say it's a manual transmission? It is a manual transmission, yeah. yeah, And it was it was super nice. I actually really liked it. It was really slick, very light action, like really nice. Um, and uh brakes were just they're powerful, but they were ABS was really, really bad. Like, um, I feel like I was talking to a few people about this car and I feel like they really, really try to keep people safe and like you know the, the average. You know they know their demographic, yeah, right? The smart thing. So yeah. part of the breaks, uh, part of it was the breaks, rather. Um, the other one is, uh, with the throttle. So the, the, the throttle pedal has a tremendous amount of travel. Like, so like the first half is like barely doing anything. And so, you know, it, it which makes it difficult to heel toe, right? Because you have to really be on the brakes to be able to blip it right. Um, it, it did have the, the blipping option where it does it for you, but I turn that shit off immediately. It's really weird, especially when you're so used to doing it yourself. Um, but, um, outside of that, dude, that motor is fucking awesome. I really, really liked it. Uh, it's meaty everywhere. It revs real nice and, um, it revs right up to red line. If, if you didn't look at the, at the, at the actual tack, like you would think it would go to nine grand. Like it's that smooth up top, you know, it's, it's very it, great throttle response. Revs really nice. That's such um, a
1: cool thing with a V8 where it's like you hear that burble, but then you're also smooth revving. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Up into a higher range. Like I, it's kind of just like a weird, totally. very awesome awesome thing totally sold on the whole ls swap all the things thing like i get why like a lot of people do this i know there are different types of ls's there's some are smaller displacement some are bigger all that but like um it, it's it's so rad i mean it, it's 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 a great motor great transmission um but you're surrounded by Corvettes, so the way that it rides is like absolute shit like um if it's not a perfectly smooth surface, the whole thing is, especially the cab, is rattling apart. And most importantly, uh, it, it doesn't stay planted. So, um, it's very choppy. And I, and I've heard everyone yeah, like say this about, like a rock. It yeah. skips. Yeah. So it, the whole thing skips both front, both front it's and rear. It's so weird how simple. I mean, this is exactly how my C4 handled.
1: Yeah. And, c- and to think that it's the
3: same. Is, yeah, crazy. And the same with the C5. I mean, yeah, like same it, with the C6. I think it's just inherent to that. I mean, that was know. what, when I drove Danny's C6 and said it was like
0: kind of sloppy and weird and everyone's like, yo, oh, bullshit. Yeah, they're, they all, <laughs> they all drive like that, dude. And it's, it's so weird because. You know, for us, like, if it didn't have that, like, I can totally see getting into a Grand Sport. Like, it would be an awesome car. It's
3: atrocious
0: looking, too. If it was a different color, I can get (laughs) it. I don't know, dude. I like them in a darker color and with the GXC rear, the electric car rear. I think if you were to modify the rear and do some other, but I mean, now you're getting into really (laughs) ridiculous shit. But, um, I'm like, okay, as a driving experience, if you got rid of the, the choppiness and that weird ride, I can see it being super rad. So I'm curious to see how the new C8 is because they did go to a modern suspension, you know, uh, not a fucking, you know, uh, horse carriage setup. So um, that's the thing is like when it was smooth, it was amazing. I mean, I was telling people. Right. That's the yeah, thing. When it, it's smooth, it's amazing. It reminded me of like driving a really big go-kart. like because right. And that's the way it drove, you know, yep. I mean, without the momentum component because you have a ton of power, right? So you can, you know, bail yourself out with speed. With power, I should say, but it it was just like this big old thing that had like, it was planted when smooth and like you just drove it that way, you know, like, uh, you had a tr- ton of grip, super neutral, very well balanced car, um, a ton of front end grip and, and a lot of rear end grip until, you know, you got silly with the pedal. You did have to be careful with that. Um, uh, but as I said, the, the throttle pedal had a ton of travel, so you can modulate it really well. Um, and if you wanted to get silly, you could very easily. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's not a car for me. I I, can, I mean, it still has the fucking image. I was in San Francisco when I got back home. That car and, has all the image. Too, dude, the one you had, like bright red LED. with
3: huge Corvette emblems everywhere.
0: Yeah, dude, it was so gnarly. Like I I, I was at a stoplight and there were these like teenage kids, like, a, and they were stoked. They were like all pointing at it, taking pictures, what? like little kids, because it's like this big flashy thing, right? And then I rolled up to a to a gas station when I was pumping gas. Maybe they and, like, just recognize you from the podcast they might have yeah they might have heard maybe, all the footage all that footage you know, people everyone knows what i look like uh and uh or they maybe heard me say something while i was like yeah. sitting there right yeah um and then i roll into a gas station and there's this like uh, sophisticated-looking, very attractive woman on the other side, and I'm like, man, she must think I'm such a piece of shit right now. Like, I'm like, this is like the worst it's because <laughs> she heard you on the podcast and she heard that too, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no eye contact, like, like oh, basically full man. on Guido, like I imagine, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just about. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> she was taught at an early age avoid this Cor- yeah. avoid Corvette guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was fun overall. Um, you know, it was good to experience. I mean, it was you know, I know I tried to swap swap. Key with you guys, and like Elaine was like, I'm very comfortable in my car, don't touch me. Warren's like, I have no interest. (laughs) I'm I'm figuring out my car, and I barely saw Brian, so like Uh, we were supposed to swap keys, but... Um but um <laughs> overall I have no regrets in, with that choice. I think it was hilarious. For everyone how, it was, tell it was me, entertaining. Tell me what it's like uh, up in the in the front of the group with the Porsche's and everything. It was fine. I mean it, it was again as I said most of the uh, luckily most of the roads were very smooth so it wasn't an issue. It was just when I would hit like the occasional mid-corner bump well, no, that, How sorry, about on so the like, last how about on the last day of the first section? Oh wait,
3: you weren't there. I was right not now. there. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I had to leave early, unfortunately. I was, yeah, I didn't want to stop and talk to crazy. these guys after. It. You know where it was really, really, really bad was that rough section that we ran. Day, um, day like two or day one, day one, yeah. and, day one uh, and the camera was like, "Ah, this is like five miles. It'll be fine, dude." In that car, and then with all everyone the, was it was complaining really, really them. frustrating. It yeah, was it was. I don't mean, tr- want I don't
1: want to hear the bad part about the handling though. Just I mean, there's got to be that car against high end Porsches. Well, like I mean, when you
0: guys are on smooth roads, like no issue. Like, no one was. I mean, the pace I mean, was, was it, good. Was it like, like he, yeah, you were. No, the, I can't the, believe you never pulled over and let those guys lead. I was happy with it. It was fine. Why? I, why that. wouldn't I? What was it's it was fun to follow. I mean, you. I did, so, I'll tell you this. Yeah, it is fun to follow. So, I'll tell you this. So, I led uh, for most of the time. Uh, we had a great time. Pace was good. Everything's fine. The car has a ton of lateral grip. It's, it's cool, even though I had shittier tires or whatever. But no one was complaining. The only uh, time that. Um, uh, I, I had someone else lead was Jono. We were like in this long straight and he flew by in a 675 LT. And, um, there were, you know, we we're in the twisties were fine and he had really, really sticky rubber and everything. But, um, on the straights when he would get on it, it was like comical how easily he would pull away from me. That car is so fucking fast. Like it's unbelievably fast. And I was already at the whole Grand Sport. Conversation is that this is plenty, you know. Like it's zero to sixteen three nine, dude. It's like four hundred and sixty horsepower, about the same amount of torque. Like it's really, really fast, you know. And then there's this this level of supercar that you're dealing with on the road. It's like it's it's yeah. unbelievable. Like,
3: uh, uh, well, dude, he <laughs> has two hundred and fifteen more horsepower, and he weighs like under three thousand pounds, and
0: arrow, and, yeah. and 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 and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's crazy. I I was just like. I was blown away. And then actually another section, um, I did have someone else lead, uh, not that I was leading my group, but we caught up to another group and, um, it was the 991 Turbo S. Oh yeah. Another insanely fast car. Yeah. I mean, that thing in the straights, it's like, I mean, it's probably as fast as the 675 LT. I mean, that thing's like sub three seconds, to 60 yeah. and for sure. it's like two seven or yeah, right? two, and two that, three. That's man. the one they did that one test where they did it like 50, 50 times launches, in a row or yeah. something and it was fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was it was it was fine. Uh, I thought it was a, a really fun car to drive. And I thought for the spirit of the rally too. like knowing that everybody that listens to us and follows us knows that we are like we're kind of Corvette haters or we have a weird history with Corvettes. And uh, the whole the whole thing <laughs> weird, was kind of funny. Weird. Um, that, I really that's tried like a good tagline. I really tried to go full Corvette outfit. But I mean, at 11 p.m. at a Target, um, you know, I, I wasn't getting anything. Did you go top down the whole way there? Yeah. Top down the whole time. The the only time I did not go top down was when I left the last day I had to come home early, unfortunately, because I'm dealing with a house sale and a purchase. Uh and so I left at five in the morning and it was insanely cold. <laughs> so I did have the top up uh, and I didn't put it down till I got back to San Francisco. But uh but that's always fun, man. I mean, top down motoring with a good sounding motor, like it's a blast. Yeah. It's a good time. Um so yeah, I mean that's my. I, I do want to drive a hardtop Grand Sport to see how fl, how stiffer it, how much more oh, stiff it is. How how was the car on tight switchbacks? That was great, really. Yeah, as long as the surface was good, it was great. It was totally fine. Um, see, yeah, because I got to drive the SS and everything and feel that. I it's a lot of fun to have that extra power, but also yeah, lower center of gravity. It's I mean, a wider it's, car, yeah, completely different. I don't form. know how much it weighs. I'm actually looking it up right now, but um. I did want to mention I'm that. gonna say thirty four hundred. Thirty four hundred?
3: For the the convertible.
0: And I gotta say, man, it was very, very comfortable, like long distance. Thirty four hundred. That's how much it weighs. Yeah. Um so it was really comfortable. Uh you just put it cuz you can fully soften the suspension up. But you keep saying the suspension the ride sucks. If you're going straight and if you put it at soft it's fine. If you're going mid corner or in the corners, yeah. that's where it's a problem because it skips. It's But then you also said okay, so it skips. <laughs> yeah. So the ride quality when you're going straight is fine. Uh if you have it soft, right? Um uh, like in touring you know mode right? and there's no bumps. Uh well, just freeway driving, you know. Yeah. Um but um here, here's an example. Um, I came around this one turn. It was not a comp- total hairpin, but a tight right-hander. And I hit two consecutive bumps, kind of sharpish bumps, not deep und- undulations, uh, mid-corner, and the whole front end washed out. Like it just like jumped, like it just imagine like skipping a rock. Like it, it had no, it was not planted. It had no grip. And so all of a sudden, I'm like going into the fucking oncoming lane, you know, like it's super unsettling. And, and I mean, I guess if you think about where these cars were built and what they're designed to drive on, like I guess they just have no experience driving on the shit that we drive on. You know, our narrow roads uh, <laughs> for that bingo um, box, but or square, but um, that is not acceptable. Like for like, there's no fucking way that I can drive a car like that where we live and be happy with it. Like, so
2: yeah, yeah. around the horn. Uh, what was your favorite road? Uh, not saying the road, but just like section. Uh, day one, day two, day three. Et cetera.
1: Mordor, day three. Mordor, day yeah. Three. Miss Mordor. Day three. Uh, well,
0: for me, it was day two. The end, coming down the the descent. Also a good one. That was. That's like a very high. Up a, on that's
3: an A or a one B. What. That's like, like yeah, it's like right place. there, dude. So one A would be yeah. your yeah, mordor, It's yeah. like they're really close. Yeah, but I I like climbing hills and so you guys went through a tunnel there. Look, no, where did that from? I saw someone <laughs> posted a picture. Yeah, of a I saw tunnel, people I, in I, tunnels at, at, in
2: Yosemite.
1: Oh,
0: is that what that was? Yeah, there's a tunnel. Yeah.
1: Also, the end section on day one was on a much smaller scale, but it was, it was very cool. very fun. Kind of cool. That's a
2: that's a weird road too that no one like. No one's ever used it, I don't think. Or like, none of the motorcycle <laughs> right. maps have it. None of right. the, like, any of that stuff. And it, uh, it's when
1: we we were in a group and uh, a big chunk of people took the wrong way. Oh, okay. And then we, like, kind of relook at the map and we're like, no, it's left. Yeah. Uh, and it ended up being, uh,
0: like, glorious. I mean, day
3: two before lunch, going to that old abandoned store, pretty fucking good, too. Really
0: rad. The old roadhouse? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. That's a really sick Going down that hill
3: where everyone heated up For their sure. brakes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was a rad
0: road. And, yeah. and I actually had mixed that one up with the last one, and I, I was telling people, like, oh, this one, before we went. Yeah, out, oh, yeah. And I, I forgot which one. Was but the they one were first. stoked on that oh, one, Oh, they too. were like, yeah, that was great. I'm like, oh, shit, that wasn't it. Um So I got to say, though, Corvette um out in the boondocks, great car. Like having a, a, a Volkswagen van type 2 here. You yeah, can yeah. Cut people off. You can do whatever. Everyone's giving you a peace sign. Out there. Dude, like you got to like they see the the you know you they see some foreign job and they're like not too stoked. Um Corvette, absolute smiles all around. They're giving you high fives. Everyone's stoked, you know, because to you them didn't get a
1: high five from anyone. I didn't get a high five,
0: Uh but to them, dude, that's that's their McLaren. That's their, they're not, they're, 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 that's their that's their that's their 911 Turbo. You know,
1: i be a little racist right now. Racist,
0: that's like, Something
1: like
2: classes.
0: So. Yeah. so for example, uh, when we get to the, the dam, the day one, you know, like I have the top down. I could hear what the construction workers are saying as we we're coming down. Remember there was some work there? And, uh, they were just kind of like looking at the cars and I can see them up ahead, not saying anything. They were just like looking at like what, what's happening right now. And then this one guy is like, there's the Corvette. You know, like he that, that made his day, you know, like he's like amped on that. Uh, and I, I felt that vibe everywhere I went, you know, so I thought it was a good choice. I'm sure the hot rod guys were, were oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. I heard that specifically. They were people were
2: definitely giving them props and, you know, our encouraging lunch, them to
3: do silly stops and stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, well, we didn't really talk about anyone else on the rally. Maybe we can do that. Next time we'll come
0: up with some, uh, um, I did want to say anecdotes. Thanks everyone. Um, I was really, really, really stoked to see how like well behaved and how well everyone drove and how respectful everyone was. And I know you guys mentioned a little bit when you guys recorded, but I thought it was an awesome group and, you know, no, we didn't have to babysit anyone, and it was you guys were the only ones that so needed
2: babysitting, right? Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, that's why
0: I was leading. See, so I, I gave him oh, an excuse I to see. uh, I see, yeah, no, rest- makes, no restrictions, man. That makes no sense. reservations.
2: Goob crew for life. Um, you guys ready for a little trivia? Yeah,
0: Just trying to find uh, a- oh, I did yeah. want, I want to mention one last thing. I heard the the last podcast, uh, we weren't here, but. I thought it was really funny that you took the slow car uphill and the big heavy fast car downhill. So you did that backwards. Whereas like you want the MGB for the downhill. Well, the MGB the S- I
1: did up and down. Oh, but, you did up and yeah, down. Yeah. Good, good. But uh, I, yeah. I just thought it was and like, the SS, SS on the big big yeah. heavy
0: downhill like situation yeah. there.
1: No, yeah. yeah, I got the SS on all all the hills.
3: Cool, man. Cool. By the way, I didn't I don't know if I ma- I think I mentioned it, but I didn't recognize any of the roads. From our pre-run because that Camry sucks so much dick.
0: <laughs> you're just like, it was like doing it all over. It
3: was like, like night and day, dude. It was like, whoa, that's the same road. I don't remember being that good, you know?
0: Cause it wasn't enjoyable in yeah. the shitty car. Yeah. Yeah. How about a shock, a car with uh, blown shocks? I uh, couldn't even imagine. How bad would that be? I think you would have had fun. Yeah. I think yeah. would have been, yeah. especially, a, especially with those It Might have been
2: the best rally ever Damn. with that.
0: With, with, uh, with you would
2: have really
3: succeeded. Slow car, fast monster. Yeah, you, know, you should have just KYBs in the back. It would stiffen up the rear. It'd be all tail happy. Ooh, you know, blast. Yeah. Uh, right? Wow. Good idea.
1: Damn. Would have taken, like, 20 minutes to install. Dude. Uh, you wouldn't have had any drama with the NSX. You could have gone bowling with us My on guys, day zero. Wow.
2: Couldn't have run with GT3 RSs.
0: That's true, man. That's out. It's out. Oh, you do cut that. I have to run with you peons, right? Yeah, Think exactly. Of one of my
1: favorite, uh, I, I wasn't in this group. I only saw pictures of this group and heard of the driving, but it was you guys in the, so uh, you, Lane, uh, uh, Teal and his wife in the 924, uh, the Miata, and the MGB, and I feel like I'm missing one more, but it was basically like this, this slow car fast group. Yeah, yeah. That all seemed like fairly equal. That was a day two going
0: down the hill Yeah, where it was all wet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I answered your question about that because you're talking about holding or just kind of hanging with a specific group. The Corvette thing, like it made so much sense to me why like the C7Rs and C6Rs in IMSA racing have been so successful because it's like and they're racing the Porsches, they're racing the Ferraris. Because they're flat, smooth roads. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like a big, gigantic, wide, flat thing with huge tires with a big motor. It's like, it works, you know, it totally
1: does. At Laguna, that thing sounds amazing. Yeah, right? I mean, except dude, for the fact that it overheats, probably. I,
0: so if if there were you know if there were no rod bearing weird or dropping valve issues, I guess it was with a uh, with a couple of friends that we've had issues with or that have had issues with their Corvettes. I can totally be see it being a killer track car. Like it's so fucking cool. Like I mean, I think it basically just is. Yeah, like, I mean, it
1: is like the, one of the totally top choices for. And a track it's car.
0: relatively cheap. You got power. You can do crazy aero if you want it. There's yeah. a ton of aftermarket support. Um, a lot of grip tires, all that. I mean. I mean, I can totally see it happening that way. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Tim Buckland, our friend, has a Z06 C6, and he he loves it. I mean, he's got crazy arrow on his car. It's basically a full race car with a half cage now and everything. And, I mean, that seems like a ton of fun, you know? It just doesn't translate to,
3: you know, bumpy roads.
0: Not the shit we do, yeah. And and that's where we have the most fun. So, like, that's out, you know?
2: Lane, I want you to sing trivia with your voice. (laughs)
1: <laughs> makes sense. Good call, Wham.
3: <laughs> that sounded amazing. <laughs> do you
2: read here? Holy shit. I like okay, it. Okay, then do... Um, I
3: see stars of air. I see stars of man. Wow. I don't know how it goes. I must have been grown. I don't know. I must have been grown. Oh, wait. What's the uh, what's the one New Year's song But oh, uh, Joe Cocker, Joe Cocker, yeah. With a little help help from my friends. What about whoa, whoa? What about Mac the Knife? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Damn, that was amazing. (coughs) Tribute time here.
2: I was trying to find, and I I didn't really succeed, but I wanted the worst power to weight ratio of any car for sale, not trucks. Oh, like new? Yeah, new. But all I could find is 2015. So I don't know if there's a Better list Mirage, but, nah. Yeah, Mirage. Mirage is close, but it's actually lighter than you think. Um It didn't make the top
0: three. So, any guesses? I'm thinking, what's a big sedan with a very tiny motor option? Right, like right. the poverty spec that has that comes with other motors. And is this is
1: cars, not cars, pickups, not or- pickups.
0: And I'm 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 almost I even, like the vans or something but yeah these are just like cars these are all cars yeah and this is North America mhm not no weird like euro Someone spec- chimed in with a weird
2: uh asian car but I'll tell it to you after it's, I'll tell you right now I, I don't like, know which you would never guess it. it's the Mahindra Thar diesel it's like the little jeep oh yeah it's yeah it's yeah. a 3860 pounds. Sixty-three horsepower. Wow! So sixty-one pounds per horsepower.
1: <laughs> and I don't, I don't know which way to go on this, this uh, tiny displacement uh, right, car, right. small or the big stuff.
2: Versa Note. Yes. Good one, dude. That's it. Versa Note is in there. Um, they're saying that it is. Uh, where is it? Um, so it was. It was near the Chevy Aveo. Almost the same thing, 2,550 pounds, 108 horsepower. That's 23.6 pounds per pony. Yeah. Um, the other one that's surprising is, and I would never guess this, Scion that, um, I am, I think the little wagon. Is that what mm. it is?
3: Well, I mean, Scion's well, aren't made today, made, but, but right. But you know, like yeah. you
2: wouldn't picture that to be the worst no. power to weight ratio. And that's 22.6. But the Aveo and the the uh, Versa Note was a little worse. And then... That's the worst? Is there anything... There's one thing worse, but I don't really know how I feel about this. It's a uh, Nissan Leaf. Oh. They say it's 31 pounds per horsepower. Yeah. That's a weird that, calculation. Right? It's kind of weird. I don't get that. But I would like to know if there's a better list out there. Please send it. Because... I feel like there's some car available today that we're not thinking of. This is 2015. I feel
3: like if you look at the 0 to 60 times of a Versa, verse, a Versa Note versus a Leaf, the Leaf is way faster. So I think that's bullshit. Well, well the
2: torque it doesn't product. mean torque isn't coming on different. I mean, the 31... If
3: then they're not... The, the, it's just powered it's, away.
2: It's wrong
3: then. <laughs> you, can't, you can't compare the two. Well, also, though. we're talking about horsepower and an electric. I know. Motor, yeah, is, yeah
2: little weird mpge
1: i I like that trivia it sounds like it was a hard one to get
0: it's hard maybe some listener out there has a better list oh dang my weight for the grand sport c7 was for a hard top oh it's like 36 yeah yeah the convertible's got to be a couple hundred more pounds i imagine it's a cloth top cloth yeah yeah retractable though the full is that a six speed yeah no, 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 7. 7. Which is really confusing, by the way. Have is you guys it? driven a 7-speed? No, I haven't. It sucks. I've it's heard weird. it's really hard it's in those It's really cord-ups. annoying. One extra. It's just one extra, but just imagine like when you go from 4th to 5th, you want to go to 5th, and there's another fucking yeah. path, and It's like, wait a minute, and I put it in 7th a couple times? <laughs> it's really annoying. Yeah, oh,
3: because wow. a normal H, you know, like a 6-speed, it has a center.
0: And then it has two, no, yeah, two areas setters. to go, yeah. This is a whole other thing over so there.
1: So uh, how were the ratios uh, going up hills and, and back roads? Tight great. Stuff. Um, I spent
0: good. a lot of time in second gear, like a lot of time, occasionally I think, shipping. I would guess
1: that a normal Corvette, uh, when you do like five and six speeds, uh, are very tall geared just because it is kind of like a top speedy type of car. Yeah. So I could picture how a seventh speed would then sort all the gears into the lower Uh, the lower range, so you'd get to be shifting more, and that would be a good thing.
3: Although I kind of think you might be a little wrong because I think 6th and 7th are pure highway gears for economy. They have to do that. 7th for sure. So 6th has to be close to seven, and then you're still basically a 5-speed below that. What were you turning
0: at, like, highway speeds in 7th? uh 1400 yeah that's nice. right. it's crazy that's yeah. like
2: the that's the hack with those corvettes is I mileage think, yeah, yeah so i put really it in there so
0: it dude fuck it, it's so crazy with the settings so it's eco touring sport Track and then in track, you have like another five things that you can mess with or whatever. Do they
2: have whipped cream nose or uh
0: crab bites or anything? Uh, like that? Uh, or no, sure. I think they have a uh, standing in a shady area while leaning up against a brick building, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some graffiti off, somewhere. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, wearing, wearing boots, tough or like look car- on face, or uh, smiling
2: look, canvas cargo. barefoot. <laughs>
0: Barefoot. <laughs> With a little anklet? No, yeah, yeah. just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. It's all uh, too real. A little turkey feather amulet, maybe? sure Sure. Uh, where was I? Oh, so um, settings. <laughs> so in eco mode, it deactivates four cylinders. So I tried that, and I'm like, all right, let, I wanted to see if I can tell, right? Yeah. And it's like almost the way that it feels when it engages in the gas pedal. It, it, this, it, this is confusing, but in the gas pedal, it feels like when you disengage a clutch. Does mm. that make sense? Like yeah. that little clunky like a kind of yeah pop so in the field in the gas pedal where you're just steady state driving when it deactivates you get that little like like almost like a d clutch weird yeah it's really weird, um, weird car, but it's pretty man. instantaneous that when you get back on it if you kicks back to, on yeah it's kick back on but i did try it uh, it's like 924 mode 924s mode yeah
2: interesting interesting well that's a podcast we'll have more uh I think we'll have more anecdotes and stories about the the rally. I know I definitely have a couple I want to share and questions and answers and all that stuff. Uh, Have fun at Morning Motors if you're on your way there right now. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, Lane's doing little calisthenics. exercises. Yeah. Yeah. Keep with his arm. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Louis Armstrong says bye. Later. Okay.
0: Chocolate Cheerios? No, that sounds gross. It's a great opportunity for me to have chocolate cereal when I can't have Cocoa Puffs because I don't want my daughter eating that shit. You want Cocoa Puffs? I don't want that in the morning, dude.
3: How How old are you? patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome go check us out on patreon and become a patron of our podcast where you can get exclusive weekly podcasts from us that average around 25 to 45 minutes we have about 55 of them up on there and we do them every week uh we also give you discounts on rallies also first chance to get on the rallies which uh this last one or this upcoming rally sold out within nine hours, and it's a it en- ended up being a patron-only rally. Uh, yeah, and we give you uh, sticker packs and some other stuff. So go join us, patreon.com forward slash Awesome. Thanks. We really appreciate it.